From Harry Hurley Way in the world's playground to the broadcast pioneers of Philadelphia Hall of Fame. I want to congratulate my friend, Harry Hurley. You're about to find out why Harry Hurley has been named to the Talkers Magazine list of the 100 most important talk show hosts in the nation. Live from the studios of Town Square Media in Northfield, it's Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Hello there. Seven minutes past the hour. Thanks for waking up early in the morning. Let's make it a great day. We have Kirk Conover coming by in an hour. And next hour, what we'll do, we'll see how long it takes. We're going to give away five pairs of tickets to a great show that's coming up in the near future. You'll have, um, let me double check. You'll have about 11 days of advance notice. Looking forward to this very, very much. It's going to be exciting. That's going to come up in the 7 o'clock hour as well. Chuck Malamut at 8, Dr. Mark Newkirk at 9, and then we'll introduce Basil DeCerbo to the program. It's going to be a nice little tie-in, an event that's coming up in Atlantic City that we're going to help give a push to, and also it ties in to... uh, the world of pets so it's going to work out very very well well check this one out i'm only aware of fox news reporting it i mean i guess may i guess it's being reported in the minneapolis area but get a load of this one minneapolis teachers they agreed now it's one thing if if some jackass just dictated something like this But the Minneapolis Teachers Union actually agreed to stipulate that white teachers will be laid off first, regardless of their seniority. So you you could have the highest seniority. And look, I'm, I'm an old executive at heart. And sometimes seniority, if you've got lazy people that do a poor job and are protected by different programs that that protect bad employees. I'm not saying that seniority has to absolutely dictate everything, but it's got to count for something. If you're a good employee, you have good evaluations, and you have seniority, how in the world? Now, first of all, this is dangerous. Secondly, if not firstly, it's completely racist. And don't say reverse racism. I, that that just gets me going when I hear that oh, reverse racism going on. Racism is racism. There's not reverse racism. Another one of those crazy things that just becomes truth when it's not. Thirdly, it must be unconstitutional. It has to be. You you can't pick pick somebody. You you get the short end of the stick first because you're white. Now, the reason you know that's terrible is if you flipped it and said African-Americans have to be laid off first, regardless of seniority, you would have the planet flipping out. China would, would put out a press release. North Korea. Iran. Ayatollah here. And that would go to any ethnicity that you would pick. So what what a bunch of just idiots. 
and they reached this agreement last spring. Isn't that fantastic? Wow. You, you know you never thought you'd ever see anything like this. And look, I, I'd be pushing hard. This happens to be that white teachers would be laid off first. If they said black teachers would be laid off first or brown teachers, whatever it would be, you can't lay someone off because of the color of their skin. Or we don't have a country. I don't know what we have, but it's not America. Unbelievable. And, and what a time. I mean, we have teachers burning out. We have teachers shortages. We have all kinds of issues. Tell you what, we haven't even tasted some of what's coming. We are going to have a nursing shortage in this country that will be staggering. You're going to be hearing about massive five-figure bonuses. And it will be the people coming out with their BSN and the different credentials. Really, RN isn't going to be good enough pretty soon. But the people coming out credentialed, you'll be writing your own ticket with big signing bonuses, big retention bonuses. And the same thing with teachers. I I don't know what size bonuses. I'm not ready to predict anything like that. But we're going to have these kinds of shortages going forward, which, of course, is very bad for the country. And in fact, it's dangerous. An agreement between the Minneapolis Federation of Teachers Union and the school district states that white teachers will be laid off before teachers of color, regardless of their seniority. That's just terrible. I'm a big fan of total inclusion and all kinds of beautiful things. We're a great melting pot. But how could anybody sign on to something like this? There was a teacher strike last year. And this was part of the agreement that ended the teacher strike. Wow. And the wording is, if accessing a teacher who is a member of a population underrepresented among licensed teachers in the site, the district shall excess. Ugh, this is, makes me just sick. Excess means get rid of the next least senior teacher who is not a member of an underrepresented population. In other words, white. Mm. Wow. How about that? Well, that's, that's, uh, that's our happy news for today. It can only get better from here. I was um, interested in something that President Trump did. I thought it was good. And then, of course, I knew that it would be twisted by the liars who lie about lying. So President Trump offered to help cool the country's temperature because people are flipping out right now in case you haven't been paying attention. So the president said that, quote, the temperature has to be brought down in a nation where citizens are, quote, not going to stand for another scam. 
quote, the country is in a very dangerous position. There is tremendous anger like I've never seen before all over, all over the scams and this new one. Years of scams and witch hunts. And now this. That was a President Trump exclusive with Fox News Digital. You're going to see, and Fox News does a fabulous job with digital, uh, not to be left out. We at Town Square Media, we do an incredible job with digital. There's no company in the state of New Jersey, and I would even say we, and beyond, that does digital like we do. I can't believe it took Annie Cortman uh, 10 minutes to uh, to call me on that. I, know, I don't even have to look at it. I know he's... He's seething over that white teachers. He he goes nuts about this stuff, uh, and you should. It's not it's not right. It's it's got to stop. I'm telling you right now. I, I hear so many people say, you know, I can't take this stuff anymore. You know, I'm not a racist, but 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 what are they doing with all this stuff? I mean, people are losing it over this. Let me go back to Trump on that. On what he's talking about. And of course, it didn't take 60 seconds. The lunatic left calls Trump out for making a threat. So in other words, they get to decide that him saying, hey, look, you know, I just want to help do anything I can to cool the country's temperature. They get to call that a threat. So in other words, no matter what he does, because remember, at the time of January 6th, He said to people, if you're going to the Capitol, you need to go peacefully. Now, they leave that out. Whenever the nine, I I don't know why, I have a a mental block on this January 6th committee because it's nothing like the 9-11 committee. And I do that like a hundred times. The January 6th committee shows audio, video, they, they play audio. And they always cut President Trump before he says to go, if you go, go peacefully. Now, of course, you know why they leave that out. Because that that exonerates him. But they can't allow that to be the case. Because they're trying to cancel him. So the lunatic left says that President Trump is making a threat to Merrick Garland. This is how sick they are. He says, hey, look, I want to help do anything I can to cool the country's temperature. How is that? How is that a threat? What's wrong with these people? 17 minutes past the hour. So much to do and so little time. Four hours and six minutes. Come on. It's not enough. Hey, this is interesting. After the Fox News commentary, we're going to play a spot about Steel Pier. And I need your help on something. And I'm telling you, I know this is going to be big. I'm saying in the Atlantic City area, but it's because, you know, to, to the piece I'm writing, I've got to somewhat target. I can't just make it everywhere. But if you're a little bit outside the Atlantic City area, I'm going to include you. But I'm doing a piece today. I would like to publish it by 12 noon, 1 o'clock at the latest. So I'm going to sneak and write it during breaks, during the show. I've already started it. 
And then I'll have about an hour and a half, two hours to really have at it. And if you go to my Facebook page, if you're not on Facebook, send me an email, harryhurley at AOL.com. I want you to share your favorite childhood memory. Now, I won't put your whole name. Maybe I'll put your first name. So we'll protect the innocent. If you want me to publish, just write, publish my name. But it's not so much. I want the content out there. I think there are so many in this very troubling time. I think there are so many beautiful memories that people have. And I was thinking about this over the past couple of hours that I want to do a positive piece. There's too much negative. And I thought, well, everybody's got, I hope, some people unfortunately had very sad childhood situations if they had abusive parents or no parents or moved around a lot into into different foster care, live with different family members. I mean, there's a lot of sad childhood circumstances, but that's not what this story is about. This story is about, and even in those cases, there has to be something. Now, I'll tell you mine, and I was blessed. I have and had a great family and wonderful parents. Didn't, didn't have them long enough, but from a childhood perspective, I certainly... Uh, can can comment i didn't have them too late into adulthood one i didn't have into adulthood and one just a few years into adulthood but i have many wonderful childhood memories i settled on steel pier because that is the scene of great joy for me loved it when i when i would hear you know, it might even be like during the school week that on Saturday we're going to go to Steel Pier. I mean, that gave me something to look forward to all week long. And we loved it there. Just hard to even overstate or even verbalize how much we loved going to Steel Pier. The movies and the the diving bell and the, the water circus show and the cherry water ice. Oh, my God, that was so delicious. Things you remember. That's 50 years ago. And I remember it like it was yesterday. So that's what I'm asking of you. Share a favorite or your favorite childhood memories. And I'm telling you, if you'll help me, we'll put together a piece that will be read by thousands of people and will bring joy in a, in a troubling time. I want to do that today with your help. Fox News commentary. According to NPR, the Gadsden flag, a proud patriotic American symbol since our nation's founding, is dangerous and far right. You have to be kidding me with this nonsense. I'm Tommy Laren. More next. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. 
The Gaston flag and its don't tread on me slogan has been around since the early days of our nation. But that history fact didn't stop NPR from labeling it as a symbol of dangerous far-right extremism. This all comes after Florida Governor Ron DeSantis tweeted an image of that famous flag and slogan as the new Florida license plate option. Never mind proceeds of that particular Florida plate will go to benefit the Florida Veterans Foundation. NPR Scott Newman is triggered. Throughout his piece, he hammered the flag as a symbol of January 6th, hate, extremism, and dangerous conspiracy theories. These woke liberals just don't get it, do they? They will forever be triggered by history, patriotism, and the American spirit. Well, too bad. Don't tread on us, NPR. I'm Tommy Laren, and you can listen to all of my hot takes at foxnewscommentary.com. It's early in the morning, anytime, anywhere, on the WPG Talk Radio app. Harry Hurley on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Thank you. Welcome back. 27 minutes past the hour. So we ran very long in the first segment, but I was I was inspired. So that's a good thing. Hey, I'm looking forward. We are doing something. There are so many dog lovers I know in our audience because I made one mention and I've already gotten some comments about it. At 945 this morning, we're doing a interview right after Dr. Newkirk with Basil DeCerbo. I, I have to ask Basil. I'm almost positive that Basil DeCerbo is the brother of the late Frank DeCerbo. Frank DeCerbo feels like a lifetime ago. We opened up the Golden Nugget Hotel and Casino together. And he was somebody that I had so much hang time with. Uh, the nature of what we did and uh, things we even did outside of the Golden Nugget, we just wound up being in each other's company a lot. And I'm pretty sure, I mean, it's the same name. I'm almost positive that I remember Frank having a brother, Basil. So I'm going to ask him off the air. And uh, if he is, I'm doing the interview anyhow. But if he's Frank's brother, it makes it super special. Frank passed away, sadly, not long ago. And he was a really, really good man and a really good friend. Basil DeCerbo, we're going to be talking about the Raw Health Canine Food Dog Expo that's coming to the World's Playground to the Atlantic City Convention Center on October 29th. And that's going to be just a perfect package deal of Newkirk. And we'll throw some uh, food questions into Newkirk, and then that will take us right in to the Raw Health Canine Food Dog Expo. You know that Dr. Newkirk is a huge fan of a certain kind of good food for dogs because, oh my gosh, I heard something yesterday How are they even allowed to do this? They call it something else. But did you know? And if you did, raise your hand, because I sure didn't know. But somehow, and it wasn't just doing show prep for the interview with Basil. Somehow, I came across, and then it made me spend about 10 minutes on the topic, that there is dog food that is made of sawdust. How can they do that? They have some other word for it, like pulp or something. But how do they do that? So this ain't that. We're going to be talking about good food, raw health canine food for your dogs. And what that means and what that's all about. But how about that? Did you know that there's, I don't know which brands it is or how they get away with it, but... 
sawdust. Yes, we have the pulp content in the dog food. Pulp. Sawdust. In other words, wood. I mean, honestly, that can't be good. I guess that's what they use to form it or something. It helps uh, put it together and hold together. Sawdust. Yummy. Oh, well, don't try this at home. This is the Town Square, New Jersey Info and Weather Network. Harry Hurley at 31 minutes past the hour with three stories you can follow on our WPG Talk Radio 95.5 app. Senator Palestina has proposed legislation to increase school security. We have the story. It pairs with the one that we did about Levinson very well. When the Gormley family lived for 22 plus years next to the Atlanta County Jail. Oh, that's been that went viral for us. Thank you. And go back and photograph every house you've lived in. Check out my story, and I'll tell you why. From the Town Square, New Jersey Info and Weather Network, I'm Chief Meteorologist Dan Zarrow. Some more beautiful, comfortable weather ahead here, more reminiscent of early to mid-September than the middle of August. We'll call it partly sunny today. It will be breezy at times. That humidity is still nice and low. High temperature around 79. Skies will clear tonight, and it'll be comfortable, low 63. Sunny clouds tomorrow, high around 80. Mostly sunny on Thursday with a high of 84. Get weather 24-7 wherever you are. Download our free mobile app today. Not running your business. Early in the morning, WPG Talk Radio 95.5 and on the WPG Talk Radio app. Sean Hannity this afternoon at 3. Now, early in the morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. We're back 36 minutes past the hour. So check this one out. This is pretty vintage stuff. This is, um, let me use a different word because that, that, that word's a good word. Uh, this is pretty typical political stuff and i don't know how she possibly could have done this boy she's run a terrible campaign and she's in a race with uh, fat nadler they they're they're so good to each other these 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 ugly democrats they're so vicious that they're even vicious to their own how do you put fat nadler and the congresswoman maloney in the same district <laughs> so one of them is getting the boot today or in the near future. So you have today is not the New York uh, primary, but it's going to happen because and there's a third person in there as well. Earlier this month, Carolyn Maloney told the New York Times that Joe Biden is not running for reelection. See, the Democrats know this. They know it because they're going to see to it, but they also know it because they know it. Now, she mistakenly believed she was off the record. You can't trust any of these people. I'm telling you, I think I'm one of the last of a dying breed that is left in America. I have never burned anyone who has told me something off the record or said, you can have this on deep background. You can have it as you shape what you're doing with your reporting, but you cannot reveal what I've said, or you can't reveal it at all, but I want you to know it. I mean, I, I hear things for a variety of reasons, and th- I'm not saying this because he's deceased and he can't speak for himself, but I've mentioned this on air many, many times. 
even when Jim Whalen and I were going at it, and it was not it was not pleasant. He has told me things because he knows I'm here every day and he knows I'm going to be reporting. And if I either have something wrong or he, he wants me to have something right, he would tell me things. So even people that you don't necessarily have a great relationship with, if you have a reputation, and I'm telling you right now, it takes a long time to earn that and you can lose it like that. Burn somebody once and you won't be trusted again. It's one of the things that I probably take the greatest pride. See, because I don't get interviewed in this area. I I can't remember the last time I did an interview in this area. Uh, And I'm not looking to do interviews, but if you ask me, I would. Uh, I, I have enough to do, though, so I'm not asking. But I do a lot of interviews. They're just national, uh, out of this market. I do them all the time. And I've been asked the question about things that either you take pride in, in your work or in your career. And one of the things I take the most pride in is that I've never burned anyone. If you tell me something, I mean, I know people that cheat on each other. I know people that have done things I know people have told me uh, things that would mess up people's lives, all kinds of stuff. And I, I can't explain it other than I have this ability to hear something and forget it. But it is somewhere filed in a filing system. But I just don't slip. I don't have any motivation to want to betray anyone because obviously – People ask me, why do I break the most stories? And it's not close. We break more news than the rest in this market put together. And that is because we are trusted. Harry, I'm trusting you with this. You know, please don't say this to anyone. You can use this information, but it didn't come from me. So on and so forth. So how Carolyn Maloney could think that she was telling the New York Times We're living in in an age now where it used to be if you said this is off the record, the moment you said this is off the record, then you wouldn't be burned with what you were going to tell. But I'm urging everyone out there, don't – you could tell me. I've demonstrated for over 30 years. I'm not going to burn you. But don't tell any of these people anything off the record because they don't care. They put it right on the record. Look at look what the New York Times did. Let me give you the exact quote. Quote, off the record, he's not running again. Now, wouldn't you think that would be good enough? And if you wonder why people say things, because they want to prove like they're important. They want to prove, look at me. Look at what I know. And if you don't let someone know what you know, you think about this. You know people like this. Somebody tells you something, and maybe they're hurting, or they just have to get it off their chest, or they just want to say something. And look, I'm telling you this, but please, please don't you know, tell anyone. 
And there are people, and you, you may, some of you may be listening right now. I'm not trying to insult, to insult anyone, but you know who you are. It's a char- characteristic trait. It's a characteristic defect, flaw, where the second you get off the phone with that person or if you were meeting with them face-to-face, you got to go tell someone, hey, i got to tell you something. Even though the person asked you not to tell anyone. But Carolyn Maloney thought she was telling the New York Times something off the record. They made it public immediately. Now look what this does, though. She then apologizes to Joe Biden on CNN for saying that he's not going to run. Let's see if I can find the quote because it's so embarrassing. I know I have it here. Let's see. La, 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 la. Quote. Let me, let me do this. I'm not trying to tease you. I have it right here. It begins, quote, Mr. President, I apologize. Okay, wait till <laughs> I share this with you after the break because it's everything that's sick and wrong with politics today. This is so bad, but it's, it's how the game is played. It's so silly. We'll be back. Don't go away. This is Early in the Morning, WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM. From the world's playground, this is Early in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Well, you never know who's going to drop by. So about 15 seconds before we're coming back from the commercial break, Captain Brian Helm writes me. He's listening. And good morning, Captain. Greetings from Diego Garcia. Now, Diego Garcia is in the British Indian Ocean Territory. Holy smokes. And uh, he is out there. So uh, now another thing that came in during the break, Andy Cortman brings up about when George first found out about Kramer's first name. This is crazy. Days before the episode when they were going to reveal Kramer's first name. And if you remember back then, unless you're Don Hurley, because it took me 10 years to get Don Hurley to watch um, Seinfeld. I'm busy. I'm busy. He had a DVD. I said, you got a DVD or a DVD, whatever it was called, a DVR, whatever it was called. Uh, He could record. Remember the days you put the tape in and VHS is what I meant to say, not DVR. That's now. And uh, so 10 years later, Don started watching Seinfeld. But I had inside knowledge. I knew that Kramer's first name was Cosmo before it was made public. Days before. And I remember saying, are you sure? Are you sure? Oh, yeah, I'm sure. And then the episode aired and then they said Cosmo. And he was right. He had the scoop. That was a different day when actually you, you just kept a secret until, until it came out, came out for real. It is uh, nine minutes before the top of the hour, uh, and I'm looking during the break at the post that I did. I'm telling you right now, this is going to be such a great article. Please, later today. Go to the app. Go to the um, WPGTalkRadio.com. This just came to me. 
And and I know, like I knew when I came up with the idea, and I didn't print it for a week. Actually, it was less than a week. It was about six days. But I knew the article on the great department stores that we loved that are now closed. I knew that that was going to do unbelievable. And we have, this is the cool thing. Many times you do something you think it's good or you, you have no way to validate it. We have incredible, I mean precise, analytics. So I know when I do something that is well-received and when I do something that lays an egg, and I do both on a regular basis, but more good than bad. This piece, I just feel it in my bones because I listen to you. I know what you like. And this piece is going to be great. Let me give you an example. And please forgive me to the gentle lady. Uh, I wrote you back, but I forget your first name this quick. But I won't forget it when I'm writing the piece. She wrote her favorite thing growing up as a child was watching the birds at the Golden Nugget. Now, what she didn't know, maybe she didn't know, maybe she did know, but I'm thinking she didn't know, is that I spent nearly a decade of my life. I opened that building. I loved going to that show. Oh, when they would start these mechanical birds. So to the gentle lady, I wrote this, but I'm going to say it over the air. I have a photo because of Paul Steelman. Now, the birds aren't in the cage. I'll try. To, I'll call Paul later today and try to get one, and I can add it to the story. It's not going to be in by the time I do the story because I want to do this story by early this afternoon. But I have the bird cage. The beautiful brass bird cage. It's got to be 30 feet high. And what a show. So that's going to be cool for her to see something. It's her favorite childhood memory. So you never know. I will say that I saw that show hundreds of times, if not thousands. I loved it. I would just I'd say, oh, I'm going to take a walk and... And I'll go check out the show. I loved seeing the birds. It was a whole big deal. Music and sound and, ah, oh, fantastic. So anyhow, the, um, the piece is going great. Karen wrote in Steel Pier. I don't know if she saw that was my memory. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to default to Karen. And I'm going to pick a second memory. But I'm not going to tell anybody. You're going to have to read it. But it, it has to be such, I know it is, such a favorite childhood memory of mine. And I'll just tease it. It's a place that my father took me and my twin brother to. And we absolutely loved it. And, I'll, and I, can, I have to write myself a note. It's also when, where and when I fell in love with Chicago, the band. So I'm switching off of Steel Pier and I'm going to another childhood memory, which is absolutely just a wonderful memory. Fifty-five minutes past the hour. I promise I would read you this. Oh, this groveling—it's just terrible. Okay, so Carolyn Maloney, 
and I don't know who's going to win. Fat Nadler might win the, the 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 Vulcan Death Match. Carolyn Maloney might win it. But all I know is one of these terrible members of Congress is going to be gone. You tell me God isn't great. What a what a wonderful thing. That would be like having Ilan Omar and Rashida Tlaib run against each other. One of them would have to be gone. And I'll tell you what, if Minnesota in that district, that gerrymandered crazy district, if they would have known, it's one of those deals, if they would have known how unpopular. See, sometimes you don't realize. You think, ah, it's just me. I think that this person's a jackass. You think someone's unpopular or not unpopular based on the, the media covers that they get. Ilan Omar, no matter how many radical anti-hatred things of America she says and does, the media couldn't love her. It's crazy cats and ignats. They couldn't love her anymore. She barely won her primary. Barely. She could have been beat. What a great thing that would have been for the country. Now, it's probably some other radical horribleness, but uh, I, would have, I would have loved to have seen that. All right, so Carolyn Maloney tells the New York Times off the record Joe Biden's not running for re-election. This wasn't her, her opinion. These Democrats know. He can't say it because you immediately become a lame duck and it's just terrible. So not only doesn't he tell the truth, always remember everything they say is a lie and the exact opposite is the truth. And you'll always know the truth. They won't tell it to you, but you'll always be able to put it together. So Carol Maloney thinks she's off the record and she tells the New York Times that President Biden is not running for reelection. The New York Times betrays her and they run her comments. Tell me that doesn't stink. That's just wrong. It's unethical. It's wrong. But it's the country we live in now where dishonesty is it's just a sport. It's, it's terrible. Oh, no, no, that's not off the record. Well, I said it's off the record. No, 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 it's not off the record. So what does she do? This is like, rut row. This is a Scooby-Doo moment. Quote, Mr. President, I apologize. I want you to run. I happen to think you won't be running, but when you run or if you run, I will be 100%. You have deserved it. You are a great president And thank you for everything you've done for my state and all the states and all the cities in America. Thank you, Mr. President. I want to throw up. Just stick with your other thing. Look, I told the truth. You're not running. They shouldn't have betrayed me. I was off the record. Mr. President, I apologize. What do you apologize for? Speaking the truth? Talking behind his back? Let's get to the let's get to the quick here. What are you apologizing for? What's the deal? So this is how terrible they are. Uh, Corinne Jean-Pierre, he intends to run. He intends to run. Thou protests too much. I'm telling you right now, Biden will not run. Now, he may announce he's running. But the Democrats are not going to allow him to be the nominee. You wait and see. All right, Kirk Conover is going to join us after the break. 
Chuck Malamud at 8, Dr. Newkirk at 9, and we have Basil DeCerbo on the Raw Health Canine Food Dog Expo that's coming towards the end of October, October 29th to the Atlantic City Convention Center. Big, big difference between what we're going to be talking about and the sawdust in the dog food that I told you about. When we come back, and we'll do it into each of the breaks, we're going to give away five pairs of tickets to a wonderful show at Resorts Casino Hotel that's coming up in 11 days. Tramps like us. We'll be back. It's early in the morning. WPGG Atlantic City, WENJHD3 Millville, a Town Square media station. Everything you need to know in six minutes starts now. From Harry Hurley Way in the world's playground to the broadcast pioneers of Philadelphia Hall of Fame. I want to congratulate my friend, Harry Hurley. You're about to find out why Harry Hurley has been named to the Talkers Magazine list of the 100 most important talk show hosts in the nation. Live from the studios of Town Square Media in Northfield, it's Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Working right to the last second, and I'm so pleased. Oh my gosh, you have delivered. This is, um, I can't say you've exceeded my expectations though, because you, 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 you haven't, because you always come through. It's just something I don't take for granted, but... I'm actually now looking for some photographs that I want to put with this piece. I'm actually going to ask Kirk um, in just a second. Kirk, be thinking about this while I riff just for a moment. Uh, your favorite childhood memory. What would that be, Kirk? Or a favorite childhood memory if you can't think of just one. Or if it's too tough to choose. Just pick a favorite childhood memory. But we have so many wonderful comments and each comment is someone giving me on my facebook page your favorite childhood memory captain starnes is in there hackneys is in there steel pier ah this is going to be this piece will be it's not even work this will be a joy to put together so go to my facebook page ladies and gentlemen and and keep on keeping on uh i already have enough to do a beautiful article but I want to get some more. Kirk, welcome to the program. Good morning. Good morning, Harry. Always a pleasure to be on your show. Before I get to your favorite childhood memory, isn't it fantastic that the Democrats, they're so vicious, they eat their own, that they have Fat Nadler and Carolyn Maloney running off against each other in the same district, the new gerrymander district. So they're going to lose. One of those horrible members is going to be gone. For me, that's a beautiful thing. Yeah, it's, it is a beautiful thing, and it, it's deserving because they gerrymandered that district. It looks like a snake. Uh-huh. <laughs> the top end of uh, uh, Manhattan and snakes all the way through the blue districts. And, oh, man, it's a mess. Well, all I know yeah, is they used to, to, Kirk, all I know is this. I don't care what they did. They both used to be in there, and now only one of them can. Yep. And uh, it couldn't happen to a, a better pair that one of them's going to go. I mean, they are so awful. They're so predictably left-wing, and they're so uh, vicious in the in their politics where they execute. It's just terrible. Kirk, what is your favorite childhood memory growing up? Well, I, I 
started listening early and I got on to it. I'm, I was thinking there's so many of them, but I think when my grandfather and father would take me fishing out on that Seacon Bay. Love it. I'm writing it down. I used to, yeah, I used to look forward to that, like you said, all week, man, when, when they said, we're going out fishing Saturday. It was like, wow, I couldn't wait. And then another simple one for me is just uh, the the fact that my dad worked two jobs. He had a newspaper route in the morning. Uh, He would get up at 4, 3.30, 4 o'clock, get done that. And then he had a painting contracting business, and he would be on the job site by 8, come home, you know, around 4.30, quarter 5, obviously tired. We'd have dinner at 5, and uh, it just always touches my heart to think that no matter what, he always was willing to go out in the yard and have a catch with me. Oh, that's nice. I just and that's how I developed into a baseball player, you know, yeah. with him, you know, going out, no matter how tired he was or what. You know, he never said, I'm too tired. He just, okay, let's go. Let's have a catch. Let's, you know, catch grounders. Let's, let's practice bunting. Let's uh, practice pitching, you know. So like the movie Field of Dreams, uh, why am I forgetting I interviewed him? Uh, Kinsella. Oh, gosh. What's his name? John Kinsella is the actor, is the, the name of in the movie, Kevin Costner's father in the movie, John Kinsella. And uh, Kevin Costner goes to John Kinsella. Hey, Dad, want to have a catch? It's a famous, famous scene from Field of Dreams. I love that. You just made me think of something that I just added to my list as well. This is going to be such a great, great article that we're doing. Um, my father would take Don and I to work a lot, but he would ask, hey, you want to go to work? You don't want to go to work with me? And we, it was such a joy to do that. These are the things we remember, Kirk. Yeah. It's, Very special. And I always tell people, uh, it was so wonderful growing up in this area, the 60s and 70s. There was so much to do. And as a kid, you could just self-generate stuff to do. I mean, it was like eat breakfast and go out the door, go out in the woods, uh, you know, pound around the meadows, go down the creek, go crabbing. Uh, it was, you know, and then we would take uh, Sunday drives up to through the wildlife refuge with the family and then have... Uh, a, a nice Sunday afternoon uh, dinner at uh, Ben's Barbecue, which in West Atlantic City. So it was a, it was just wonderful growing up around here. Yeah, it truly was. I'm going to be sharing one that I don't want to say, but I'm going to print uh, a place that my father would take Don and me to. That um, oh, it was so special, and it, I'll just say it, as a hint, it it started my love of seafood. And uh, the rest is history. So it's going to be in the piece. Uh, check it out sometime today around noon-ish. I'll try to make it no later than 1 o'clock. It's just all a matter of how long it takes me uh, because we, we do these things. We, we don't rush them. We, we, it, they're quality. We really want to get your stories correct and the ones that we'll share. Uh, Kirk, I, I honestly can't remember. Have you and I done a show together since the FBI raided President Trump's home, or have we not? We have. Okay, we did. But we didn't know a lot. We know a lot more now.
what an insidious thing. Now it turns out, and they lied. They didn't take his passports. Evidently, they've given them back. They they took the man's passports. These are sick people. Well, you know, uh, you're famous for quoting uh, Stalin's uh, head of the KGB as saying, you find me the man, I'll find you the crime. This fits that perfectly. I mean, they're trying to find a crime. It's a fishing expedition. Uh, it's what they've done to Trump for six years. Yeah, I think the exact quote, it's it's one of those ones that's paraphrased all the time is show me the man, I'll show you the crime. But actually, Beria said, bring me the man and I will show you the crime. Uh, yeah, that's exactly what they've they've been doing this, Kirk, for more than six years. It's it's disgusting. It's it's completely un-American. It's a sad state of affairs, but, you know, the, the left wing is, this is their modus operandi. Uh, anybody that's in their way, they're just thirsty for power, and, and they'll do anything to get any threat out of their way. I read a little uh, blurb this morning uh, that said that, uh, that the, the author of the piece, it was an opinion piece, said that I don't know if the Republicans want to make America great again, as bad as the Democrats want to destroy the country. You know, it's like they've got more venom on their side. And uh, it's it's troubling times. And, you know, you're starting to see people from overseas going, what's going on in your country? You know, when you read the articles, like from some Australian paper or the British press, they're saying, what is going on in your country? And it's... You know, uh, typical of the contemporary Democrat progressives, they violate every principle that makes this a free and great country. Yeah. First of all. I don't know why. Kirk, I don't, I don't want to cut you short. So hold right there. And the time is yours as soon as we come back. I want to get the break in so that we don't mess up the second segment and make it uh, some kind of mini, mini segment. I want it to be a nice quality segment. This is our opportunity, ladies and gentlemen. I want to thank everyone from Mark Giantonio to his entire team at Resorts Casino Hotel in Atlantic City, the official, the exclusive casino hotel for the Hurley in the Morning program. And on Friday, October 7th, the scene in the Ocean Ballroom of our 13th annual charity dinner with Congressman Jeff Andrew as our guest of honor and keynote speaker. It's going to be amazing. Now with him uh, being touted as a potential VP candidate, I mean, oh my gosh, we get so fortunate with our guests of honor and keynote speakers. And I am also so jazzed up, but I'm not telling our attendees until at the dinner itself. But we have next year's all signed up and I will say this much, it is a A-list national superstar. I mean, just, it's going to be incredible. That's all I'm going to say for now. All right, so on behalf of Resorts Casino Hotel, I have this opportunity, and I have to clear the phone lines. Forgive me, I have to clear the phone lines because I want to give everybody an equal chance. 609 609- 407-1450 for the first five people that call in. The show is Tramps Like Us, Saturday, August 27th, 8 p.m., Superstar Theater. You know my rules. I have no rules, just one. 
So I guess there are rules. Just one. You've got to go because there's so many people that want to go to these shows that we are blessed to be able to spoil you with. And when people take them with either little intention of going or, oh, if I feel like it, I'll, you know, if if you take the tickets, you have to promise me you're going to go. Tramps Like Us brings 32 years of road-tested musicianship that have won this band the hard-earned distinction of the planet's most revered Bruce Springsteen tribute band. Formed in 1990, Tramps Like Us has performed over 2,000 concerts and have rocked well over 1 million fans. You don't have to go to Ticketmaster.com. You don't have to buy these tickets. Each person that calls in, you will have a pair of tickets for you and a guest. 609-407-1450. Please call me right now. With Kirk, I am her in the morning and all because of you, because you went and did it. You made WPG Talk Radio 95.5, South Jersey's number one news talk radio station all over again. You keep doing it and we keep thanking you. Waking up on the right side. This is the Sean Hannity Morning Minute. You have former Bush Attorney General Michael Mukasey blasting Biden's FBI raid on Mar-a-Lago as a fishing expedition because he's right. I think it's an attempt to find evidence tying President Trump to some violent events or criminal events that took place on January 6th. I don't know whether that's what they found, but the fact that uh, the fact is that of the 45 separate items that they seized, 11 had any classification markings at all, and only one had the top classification marking, and those were marked as of the date that they left the White House, which was more than a year and a half before this event took place. You know, and by the way, I'm not buying this Joe Biden story that he didn't know. From coast to coast, from sea to shining sea, it's the Sean Hannity Show. For eligible individuals, 18 and older only. Results vary. Audio effects do not simulate actual hearing aid experience. See website for details and important safety information. How are your hearing aids sounding now? A little tinny. Okay, two seconds. With hearing aids from Lively, everything is done remotely in the comfort of your home, from initial testing to adjustments. How are they sounding now? Fantastic. With Lively, you get premium Bluetooth-enabled hearing aids at thousands less than you might expect. Advanced hearing aid technology is now affordable and convenient. Your hearing aids are sent right to your door. And if you have any issues, we'll make adjustments seven days a week for three years. No charge. Oh, you people at Lively are wonderful. With Lively Hearing Aids, you get free shipping, three years of follow-up care included free, plus a three-year warranty with loss and damage coverage. You can't lose. I hear better than I ever thought possible. And now through Labor Day, get $300 off all rechargeable hearing aid models. Just go to listenlively.com. That's listenlively.com. L-I-S-T-E-N-L-I-V-E-L-Y.com. When you need to know, it's WPG Talk Radio 95.5. To the caller that I just abruptly hung up on, please forgive me. I had to, it would have been dead air. Uh, he after winning the tickets, he wanted to tell me his opinion about the gerrymander district. I said I gotta go. We're coming back in like two seconds. Uh, we have our five winners. I, I probably could have given out 50, 50 different pairs of tickets. Oh my gosh, this is going to be. Re- I can tell this is going to be really popular. 
Uh, so Carol, Kevin, John, Don, uh, not Don Hurley, by the way, Donald, uh, and David, you're in. And it's very important. Saturday, August 27th, because so many people wanted to go that aren't going to get to get them through our program because that's all we've got. Uh, please make sure you go. 8 p.m. is the show. Saturday, August 27th. Get to the will call window, I would say, at least 30 minutes early so you're not stressed out. Tramps Like Us brings 32 years of road-tested musicianship to your performance that you're going to get to see. They have won the hard-earned distinction of being the world's most revered Bruce Springsteen tribute band. I'm telling you, Resorts Casino Hotel has carved this incredible niche where they have Mark Martell uh, and the Ultimate Queen celebration. I'm telling you, it's one of the best concerts I've ever been to. And Mark has been there twice now that I know of, last year and this year. Last year, the year before, we were in Disney World, and I was so sad not to be able to go. And this year, we had the opportunity to go. It's the only show that I've been to since the pandemic was Mark Martell and the Ultimate Queen Celebration at Resorts. I'm telling you, if you love Bruce Springsteen, this is it. They have performed over 2,000 shows before more than a million fans. And for those that we weren't able to spoil, I apologize and just refer you to Ticketmaster.com. This is a show that you're really going to want to go to. We continue with Kirk Conover at 609-407-1450 when we're an open forum. That's the phone number. And uh, there were a bunch of people still holding on. That That's it for the tickets. So please don't hold because I'm not going to be able to, um, uh, to, to, to do anything about it. And we continue with Kirk. Kirk, you were saying right before the break you were on a roll. Yeah, I, I uh, just wanted to point out that there's certain fundamental principles that make a free society free and prosperous. And the number one is you recognize that God created us as individuals. The problem with uh, the contemporary progressive Democrats is they put everybody in the groups, in the boxes, and uh, that's the way you're judged. You're not an individual. You're part of a group. That's like the story you were talking about in Minnesota where the people were, uh, the teachers voted to say, okay, the white teachers get laid off first. I mean, this is nuts. Yeah, regardless of seniority. Yeah. You got to have equal treatment of individuals. And you also have to have the free market system because that's natural. And we're talking about natural law here. What's consistent with natural law? We were born as individuals. We need to be treated as individuals. Our rights were given by God. And the free market is something that happens naturally. It's not created. And these contemporary progressive Democrats, I hate the word progressive because their, their stuff is so regressive, it takes us back to the Middle Ages. Um, they think that the government can manage the economy, can run your life, and that is just against natural law, and that's why their prescriptions for this country are going to create great pain and are going to ruin our prosperity. It's just disturbing to watch. And they 
They, as to borrow a phrase from Jamie Dimon, they can't get it through their thick skulls that they're destroying the greatest country on earth, the most prosperous country on earth, the country that's eliminated poverty all around the world by promoting uh, free individuals and, and, and free markets, and they're just destroying the whole equation. And it's a matter of time. We've got to stop them before it, it goes any further. And uh, these are disturbing times. And, you know, judging people on their appearance is against every tenet of a free society. Kirk, I've got to run to the break. It's 30 minutes past the hour. Much more straight ahead with Kirk Conover. This portion of Heroic in the Morning brought to us in part by Batteries Plus Bulbs with stores in Northfield, New Jersey, right next to Broadcast Center. We're 950. Their address is 900, but we're literally right next door. And then they're on Route 73 in Mount Laurel, New Jersey as well. Roy, Scott, and their team are extraordinarily service-minded, and they have creative solutions to fix your cell phones and tablets, batteries for your various power tools, cars, boats, motorcycles, golf carts, and other devices. Performance batteries, they've got it all. They have what you need to get ready for the storm season, including generators and so much more. Shop local, shop batteries plus bulbs, and tell Roy and Scott that I sent you early in the morning reminder for your cell phone and tablet repairs. No appointment is needed. Just stop in for quick service. They do a great job. If you need a new car battery, stop in. They'll install the new one. And then they'll take the old battery and dispose of it for you. Batteries plus bulbs. This is the Town Square, New Jersey Info and Weather Network. And this is Harry Hurley with three stories that you can follow on the WPG Talk Radio 95.5 app. Senator Palestina has dropped the bill. He's proposing legislation to increase school security. We have the story and we marry it with the earlier piece we have about Denny Levinson and the school superintendents that are getting together. When the Gormleys lived for 22-plus years next, right next to the Atlanta County Jail, check that out. Many of you have. And go back in time. Take a photograph. From the Townsquare, New Jersey Info and Weather Network, I'm Chief Meteorologist Dan Zero. A moderate risk of dangerous rip currents and rough surf posted for our beaches today. Ocean wave heights climbing to three feet. Weather-wise, going for a dry forecast for South Jersey. Partly sunny and breezy. Nice low humidity. High temperature around 79. Turning mainly clear tonight. Comfortable low of 63. Sun and clouds tomorrow. High of 80. Sunshine and 84 on Thursday. Get weather 24-7 wherever you are. Download our free mobile app today. Hurley in the morning. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 and on the WPG Talk Radio app. Hey, Sean Hannity here. Join me this afternoon at 3. Now back to Harry Hurley on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Thank you, Sean Hannity. It's 36 minutes past the hour. We have a really diverse and wonderful program uh, that's already well underway. I can't believe it. Uh, we continue with Kirk Conover, Chuck Malamud at 8, all about your financial matters. Dr. Newkirk in the first half of the 9 o'clock hour. And at 9.45, we're going to welcome Basil DeCerbo. And we're going to be talking about the upcoming Raw Health Canine Food Dog Expo that's going to be taking place at the Atlantic City Convention Center on October 29th. So that's going to be important. Uh, I learned yesterday that 
And I know Buddy doesn't eat sawdust, but there's dog food out there that has sawdust in it. I, I just can't even believe that that, 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 that that could be allowed. Can't be good. Uh, so the Raw Health Canine Food Dog Expo is not, not sawdust. I can, I can assure you of that. So a lot to do. Let's continue with Kirk. Kirk, you were saying. Well, you know, the um, free society, like it says, the individual and the free market. And that equals, and then you have to have limited government, which our Constitution does. And that is why it's no accident that we are the most powerful economy in world history, the freest nation in world history. But the leftists never quit. And what you see uh, in, in the contemporary situation right now is, you know, this government overreach, um, the out-of-control government spending, $3 trillion, uh last year in you know, digital dollars had to be printed to finance the uh, the two big the Infrastructure Act and and the COVID relief bill, um, and now we've got 750 billion in in this new um, trimmed down uh, Orwellian named uh, you know anti-inflation bill. It, it, it they are just making the same mistakes over and over and over again. The government the government cannot manage the economy as well as the millions of people that participate in the free market, taking their incentives from the free market and making decisions, innovating, inventing. The government can't take the place of that and can never make it as good as the free market can. And, uh, you know, this has been my uh, doctrine since, um, you know, studying economics at Rutgers. Uh, I read all the great works of the free market economists, and it all ties together. You cannot have the government running the economy, the Fed controlling whether you know you're prosperous or not, uh, the government regulations and all the different taxes. For example, this this new bill that Biden's about to sign today, it's got that 15% minimum tax in it. That's going to take capital out of industries that would reinvest in, in innovation, invention, uh, more production, uh, invest in people, and it just takes it and put it in, puts it into the government. For not to mention it's not going to decrease inflation one iota. And so they disguised something that would improve and, and fix the high inflation, but instead they've given us basically a climate change bill. Yeah, and the, this whole climate change, like James, I cited Jamie Dimon. He said, "When we can't we get it through our thick skulls that addressing climate change doesn't mean um, you know you can't do it by in, increasing oil and natural gas because you know we have a, the ability to use these fuels cleanly, and uh, that gives you the bridge to you know a more electrified future or whatever." But Where's the electricity going to come from? Uh, the, the environmentalists don't want nuclear. Well, are we ever going to focus on the strip mining and everything that's going to have to take place to create this so-called clean energy? It's such a scam, Kirk. Oh, yeah. And it's designed to be a scam. It's designed to give us the, the government control over our lives. 
uh, left wingers like uh, John Kerry, you know, fly around private jets and they want us to give up our cars. How about in 10 years? Where are all these batteries going, Kirk, that we're going to have to dispose right. of all these lithium batteries and all these things? Yeah. Yeah. There's such, and, they are, so, we got to take a quick break. We'll be right back. There's such frauds. It's so bad. And how they get away, how they get away with this is remarkable. It's, it's because most of the media is in cahoots with them. But it's, it's, so, it's so easy to see. Mr. Magoo can see this, what's going on. I mean, imagine, oh, Joe Biden, legitimate news headlines. Joe Biden is uh, taking, uh, 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 he's just stepping away from his vacation. To, now, can you imagine signing this bill, this garbage, three quarters of a trillion dollars on top of everything else that they've done? And listen to him say how this is going to help people when it's hiring 87,000 IRS agents to harass the hell out of the middle and lower classes of America. Where do you see what this is going to be like? Amazing. Yes, elections have consequences. The WPG Talk Radio app is your connection to South Jersey's talk station. Get free, unlimited local and statewide news from New Jersey's largest radio news team. Download all of our local shows as podcasts and more. Powered by Ambient Comfort. For installation to repairs and maintenance, give Ambient Comfort Heating and Cooling a call today at 856-213-6586. AmbientComfortNJ.com. Set the first button on your car radio for South Jersey's talk station. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. It is 48 minutes past the hour. This has really flown by. This is crazy what's going on. Chuck Malamut is minutes away. Let's see. At uh, 48 minutes past the hour, Chuck is uh, he's on the Garden State Parkway heading north, heading south, rather. Uh, and he'll be on Tilton Road within about, let's see... He'll be on Tilton Road within about five minutes. How am I doing, Chuck? Uh, Kirk Conover continues, and I went during the break. You're really coming through on my Facebook page, and I've uh, we we have Thomas with a nice email, Peter with a nice email. So I'm going to incorporate all of those, and we're putting together our favorite childhood memories in an article that I am writing later this morning, and we'll publish it by the lunchtime hour thereabouts and we're going to put some nice photos in as well because I already know that Steel Pier is already three or four people's favorite childhood memories and fortunately because of Brother Don Hurley I was able to do an article which I loved doing it was really an extensive piece with dozens of old Steel Pier photos that we have licensed to use because they are the property of Don P. Hurley. So this is this is going to be great. Um, Hackney's is going to be in there. Orsadi's is going to be in there. Very ironic, because we have family, and we, we actually uh, previously owned uh, a property in the... Um, a family-owned property in the, uh, in the Warwick, where Orsadi's used to be. Now, that's a gymnasium, by the way. I wonder if, uh, if Ellen knows that. Uh, so Orsadis is going to be in there. Captain Starnes is going to be in there. It's going to be a lot of fun. Crabbing is going to be a part of it, I can promise you. All right, Kirk, uh, I do want to regale for just a moment because I've been waiting for this for a long time. I find her to be treacherous 
and dishonest. And I'm so happy that a double H, it's altogether fitting and property that a double H will be defeating her today when Harriet Hageman <laughs> defeats Liz Cheney. And then the Democrat media will then be promoting Liz Cheney for president. And that's always a really great launching pad when you can't win your own hometown. You can't win your district. If Al Gore could have won his home state, he would have been president, Kirk. Uh, Usually when you can't win your own district, you're not going to be the next president. Uh, So bye bye, Liz. Good to know you. Get lost. And also Lisa Murkowski. I haven't followed this as closely but very good chance that Lisa Murkowski will also lose the Republican nomination today. Uh, I call that a great day for America. Sounds good to me. And, you know, they are uh, victims of self-inflicted wound, um, Trump derangement syndrome. I mean, there's no other way to explain it because, like I have pointed out on the program before, most of the time they vote, you know, 95% of the time, you know, conservative. Liz Cheney voted 100% with Trump. 100%. And I don't get the uh, the disconnect. I was listening to uh, the replay of Fox News Sunday. Just I was riding in, the, in my vehicle. And, you know, it was only 10 minutes, but it was an interview with Mitt Romney. And everything he said in that interview, I agreed with. They didn't touch on the, you know, his anti-Trumpism. They talked about policy. And I'm thinking, what's wrong with these people? Why why do they, you know, damage themselves? With yeah, he's it? another one that blew up his career. He can't he can't win again after what he did here. No. No, and what they don't acknowledge is that it, it, uh, President Trump's policies worked because he got rid of regulations, you know, you could uh, he got rid of two regulations for every new one they put in. Uh, he had the major tax reduction that made the tax system competitive with other countries' taxes on businesses and corporations and individuals. And I get back to the whole thing where you have to leave uh, capital in the private sector for the economy to be prosperous. When the Fed is raising interest rates, that restricts the amount of capital that's going to be uh, invested in our industries and businesses. When there's raging inflation, that basically causes a recession because people knock out certain discretionary spending to focus on what they have to buy. Uh, so we're in a recession, and this new anti, uh, what do they call it, the Inflation Reduction Act, is going to raise taxes in the midst of a recession that was caused by the Fed and the and the spending that they did last year so we're we're in a bad spot and to see some of these rhinos go uh, be replaced with good constitutional conservatives that will vote for the proper economic policies uh and restore sanity to the country it's it's uh you know needed you see consumer uh confidence dropping you see business confidence dropping you see people you know, 80-some percent say the country's headed in the wrong direction. And this all impacts, you know, the economy, wages, your your prosperity, because economics is as much um, uh, a feeling, uh, a perspective, as it is, you know, solid, you know, mathematically analyzed things. So uh, if people don't feel 
like they're secure in their economic life, they're going to change their behavior, which means less uh, consumer spending. Uh, businesses are going to, you know, throttle back a little bit, maybe not expand, maybe not make an investment in new plant and equipment because they don't have the confidence of which direction this economy is going, which direction this government is going to, what's going to come down the pike next, what regulations, what taxes are going to hit them next. It's always, you know, the thing from Roseanne, Rosanna, Dan, it's always something. And, you know, they, and getting back to, um, Cheney and Murkowski, like you said, they, they voted uh, on policy uh, fine. Yes. But this Trump, they refuse to recognize that what they have done is damaged the most productive presidency in recent memory. Well, check this out, Kirk. This is, a, this is now a combination of Don Hurley observation, and I'm going to add a little bit into it. Don wrote, following tonight's primary election, there will no longer be anyone named Cheney, Bush, Kennedy, Clinton, Obama, or McCain left in office after January of 2023. Now, when you do the math, John F. Kennedy was elected to the Boston seat in the House of Representatives back in 1947. So 2022 minus 1947 is 75 years. Now, what do they all have in common? Trump retired them all. He defeated every one of these political dynasties in less than seven years. And I cite this as proof why they fight so hard against him. Yeah, he, Have you ever heard anyone make that statement that I just made? No, no. I mean, in retrospect, when you step back and look at those uh political dynasties, if you will, uh, they're all globalists, you know, the, and uh, what President Trump brought to the table was America first, and that's what it should be. Yes, we have to be involved with the rest of the world. We have to have international relations. There should be free trade around the world, but it's got to be fair trade. You can't be trading with China on the same basis you're trading with European countries because China produces most of their goods through basically slave labor. I mean, even though they aren't uh, owned by a master, the government is the master of the Chinese people, and they do what they're told. And when they say, uh, you know, you graduate from high school, this is the career you're going to follow, no matter what, they just march right in place and go to the factory or, or wherever they're directed. It's basically slave labor, and it, it, there's no free market wages, there's no unions, there's no free press. And unfortunately, that's the direction of the contemporary Democrat Party. And I hate to, I hate to say it that way because there's plenty of people that consider themselves Democrats that must look at this and say, what the heck is going on? It's terrible. It is terrible. I, wish I, could, I wish I could find it, Kirk. I took a screen capture uh, because I wanted it for our show today on all the things that Joe Biden has done to capitulate to China. It is stunning. It is incontrovertible and it's completely true, all of it. And I wish I could find it, but I can't. But that gives you an idea of the priorities of Joe Biden. I, I think it's very clear that he's compromised because look at the way 
I mean, with what Iran is doing right now, why would Joe Biden be efforting to sign up for that terrible agreement that's only good for Iran? There's so many things that are wrong. Uh, And, you know, it gets back to who's really pulling the strings on this guy because he doesn't know what day of the week it is. Uh, And you can see it when he's unscripted. Here, Here it is. I found it. Biden's China policy. The Biden family has reportedly accepted $31 million from China. I mean, think about that. $31 million fails to demand COVID origin investigation, fails to confront Xi on fentanyl trafficking, canceled the China initiative, considering lifting tariffs on Chinese imports, sending China oil from America's or oil to China from America's strategic reserve, pushing electric vehicles, solar panels, and batteries made in China. Think we're on to something, Kirk? Yeah. You bet. I, I'm, I'm sure that uh, Biden and his family are just uh, scared to death that she's going to come out and reveal it all, and that's why they kowtow to China. Well, what he's really scared about, that's why he's trashing yesterday, and he'll do it again today. He'll trash Republicans as he signs that horrible bill uh, because he knows they got to change this storyline somehow. That's why this raid happened. They're trying to make it the Democrats can hold on to the House. They know it's gone unless they change something dramatically because what happens when the Biden family is put under oath will be it will be self-evident at that point. Kirk, thanks for a great visit. Chuck Malamut joins us next. It's halftime. A lot more to go on the Hurley in the Morning program. WPGG Atlantic City, WENJHD3 Millville, a Town Square media station. Everything you need to know in six minutes starts now. From Harry Hurley Way in the world's playground to the broadcast pioneers of Philadelphia Hall of Fame. I want to congratulate my friend, Harry Hurley. You're about to find out why Harry Hurley has been named to the Talkers Magazine list of the 100 most important talk show hosts in the nation. Live from the studios of Town Square Media in Northfield, it's Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Six minutes past the hour. Welcome back. It's Hurley in the Morning with Chuck Malamut who will be talking all about your financial matters. This program is presented by Chuck Malamut, a financial advisor at Morgan Stanley. The information, views, and opinions expressed are those of Chuck Malamut and do not necessarily reflect those of Morgan Stanley or its affiliates. They are current as of the date of this broadcast and are subject to change without notice. Neither the information provided nor any opinion expressed herein constitutes a solicitation for the purchase or sale of any security. This presentation is for informational purposes only. Morgan Stanley Smith Barney, member SIPC. Chuck, before we get to your market update, the Malamut Group is growing. Good morning, Harry. How are yes, you today? Very well. Yeah, yeah we're growing. There's uh, there's no doubt about it. And uh, Harry, I am uh, so proud to to be uh, the leader. Um, you know, we've been doing this for. 36 years and um so now we are a team of a team of five it's it's myself and my partner mike who's been with me 10 years Kristen grisiak who has been with us for just about the same period of time uh most uh, as our lead uh, client service associate and basically you know runs you know helps runs the team uh just a 
about a month ago, Harry, we had um, the pleasure of hiring an, another nice lady who's been in the business for <coughs> about 20 years. Her name is Lauren Grant. Started in 2001. Remember way back when the Solomon Smith Barney of course. Uh, started there in Lawrenceville, New Jersey, uh, moved on to Philadelphia and then over to Mount Laurel. And we're very, very happy to have her as one of our client uh, service associates here. And uh, recently relocated to uh, to, e- to one of your favorite places, EHT. And again, it's part of the, you know, look, Harry, we've, you and I grew up in, in a service business and, 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 uh, and, and high quality service and, and, and prudent management are some of the themes that, that we on a day-to-day basis practice. And, and, and without the other team members uh, of our group, it, that, that's really, really tough to achieve. Um, so obviously, you know, we're, we're there to provide investment advice, uh, and, and I think, Harry, most important is the day-to-day service. You know, nothing worse than when you call and you get a record, you get that recorded line. Uh, sorry, we're not here right now. Leave your message and, and maybe we'll call you back in a week. Uh, <laughs> and, and you call again and you call again and then you get terribly frustrated. And then eventually you do have, maybe you do speak to someone and by then you're ready to like, you know, you're ready to, you know, blow your top. Um, and I think that's you know one of the differentiations between you know what we what we bring to our clients uh, versus going going someplace else. And and then you know, Harry, you know one of the things that we've tried to develop over time is, is, is obviously grow, um, integrate you know all the new approaches that Morgan Stanley provides to us, and and, and processes that allows our clients to to achieve their goals and and you know uh legacy planning it is, is obviously something that we practice each and every day with our clients and now you know, we actually have done that within our within our practice uh frank malamut uh, uh you know you refer to as frank or franklin or frankie i mean it's frank uh i am no longer dad what? I, I am Chuck. What? And in, in, in a team, yeah. I mean, Harry, I don't want to be referred to as dad. I mean, I am I, I am a team member. Um, I just happen to be, I guess, wow. the oldest guy in in the group. But is, is this exciting? Uh, Harry, between Lauren and and Frank and and Kristen and Mike, uh, yeah. I, I mean, I I am really charged. I can't even begin to tell you because there's so many things that we have been wanting to do over the last several years, and obviously we got. You know, we got derailed with COVID. Um, you know, that, that took a, I don't want to say it took away our mojo, but it just, I think there's a lot to be said with everybody, you know, working in, in the same office. I, I mean, just the vibes that you pick up and, and those interactions and, and, and just those, you know, those 30 second, you know, interaction, interchanges between, you know, one person on the team with somebody else. I think it makes us that much better what we do. And so, you know, a little bit of, of Frank, uh, you know, grew up obviously hearing this for 30, I mean, well, you know, for the 36 years that I've been doing this, Frank is now uh, the ripe young age of 20, uh, 28. Can you imagine, remember we were 28 years old, how, and you're talking about childhood Chuck, memories and we'll, 20, get, we'll get into I'm, that. I'm going to, before you see, I got your name yeah. right there. <laughs> before the break, I'm going to ask you to give us yours. Chuck, when you, when you were 28, you had already been the senior hotel executive of a large, I mean, a dynamic, the most profitable casino in the world at the time. 
the entire hotel division for two years. Well, Harry, it was a different world then. Too. I know. Okay, but that's amazing. It, it, it is. It is pretty. It, it is pretty remarkable. But that's all. You know that, that we all learned from that. But so Frank spent about three years uh, after graduating from the University of Delaware, and then he, and he went on and immediately got his MBA from the uh, Learner School of Business at U, UD. Um, three years in the, in the mortgage world, you know, mortgage origination, facilitation, moving through the whole process, uh, worked for two lenders. And, and um, that was very helpful, wasn't it? Absolutely. Because it, it te- it's like anything else. It's, it's all about it's all about process and time management. And, and so he did a lot of conventional VA and FHA loans. So he brings that side to the business that we spend some time with, but not a lot. And, and I think will, will he I'm not saying he'll be focusing only on that, but will he have a focus on lending? Uh, I think it'll be one of his one of his specialties. I mean, we all we all do well at certain things and, and we all have certain responsibilities in addition to what we do day to day. So he'll be the go to guy, you know, when it comes to lending within our group. Excellent. Uh, you know, Mike, on on the flip side, he's you know, he, one of his major responsibilities is asset management and selection um and and the review of what we call smas or separately managed accounts uh so we all have our own niches and i think that provides the client that much more experience and you know if you you know i I remember many years ago harry that clients would say well why can't you take care of it you know maybe it's a fed fund fed fund wire or deposit a what we call a, a journal entry, moving money from one account to another. And I, and I still say to this day, you know, you're much better served, you know, in our team with, with someone that really knows what they're doing on those tasks day to day. So I just think it, it just solidifies us. And Harry, I've been thinking about this for years. So I am, yeah, if you can't tell. You're jazzed up. I am really charged That's up. That's exciting. There's no doubt about Congratulations, it. Congratulations, Chuck. So proud of you. Really, I mean that sincerely as we go to the break what is your favorite childhood memory oh uh, harry i have a lot of them so i know it's tough I, I started thinking about this when you and kirk were talking this morning and obviously you know i think a lot comes to you know we all talk about steel pier we talk about a million dollar pier uh i don't know if anyone has mentioned storybook land Ooh. uh are you the, going to well i'm going to mention adventure village actually there you go i mean slippery, now, you know what i did the I article know you did I, oh I this is great slippery sam i don't yeah i remember that cops and robbers harry as if it was yesterday right on um t- i guess tilton road right uh or the black horse bike actually yes uh, and i guess it's housing now i think that's what you wrote many not too long ago it it's, um it was torn down apartments maybe it actually uh it's part car dealership now okay i mean that would to yeah. me and, and i i could go on and on and talk this is about... going to be so great for the story because i have so many photos well how about taylor pork roll harry we'll throw that in there okay. too okay i mean that was just fantastic and so i mean i because i spent so many years on the boardwalk i love taylor pork roll to this day yeah but it was that, that was pretty special so uh i know you do have million dollar pier i'm guessing yes no one has submitted million dollar really? pier yet but i i have to look though because there's dozens yeah. on my facebook page i haven't seen yet so you know, life kind of you kind of moves on. I mean, when you're when you're younger, there's certain things that you do, you know, the activities on the boardwalk, like the piers, and then you get a little bit older, you go to the adventure villages and of the world, and then eventually you 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 then get into your you know your teenage years. And I won't talk about some of the things that happened back then because I think <laughs> statute of limitations. Probably, yeah, up, probably up could get a, probably could get in a fair amount of trouble. So we'll kind of. We'll kind of leave that alone, and then we can kind of talk about our early years of the Gold Nugget, but we won't uh, go there either. So Somebody submitted the bird cage and the bird show 
as their favorite childhood memory. Well, How about was, that? That was now, of course, a great memory was awful. Because you would hear it every <laughs> uh, 20 minutes. No, but the maintenance of it, yeah. it was just, oh, God, not a, I mean, a great idea from a marketing perspective, but from a maintenance perspective, not one of our favorite things. To Chuck, do let me that. show you what you were responsible for uh, upkeeping because of our mutual friend, the great Paul Steelman. I just happened to have that fantastic picture <laughs> there it is chuck all brass oh harry every fingerprint brass and glass and it was everywhere brass glass and windows and you could, couldn't get away from it but you, and you, yet the property was it had to be because you 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 demanded it but mr Wynn insisted on it harry we, it we, had to be we, clean i mean that was probably if we go back in our or in our lifetimes i know mean, you're talking about childhood memories and dreams but i i think from uh from a, a, a that was our that was our proving perspective ground. that's where we actually were able to basically get our starts that's how we um, came of age that was our proving ground and we were so blessed to be able to be part of something that had never existed before and it and, never and it never will again. No, Harry. it can't. It, it won't can't. happen again. No, it's very very special. We'll be right back. You're listening to Chuck Malamut, the Malamut Group. Uh, if you're just joining, uh, bigger and better than ever. Six zero nine three eight three twenty ten. That's the phone number. Six zero nine three eight three twenty ten for all of your financial planning needs. Early in the morning. WPG Talk Radio ninety five point five FM and fourteen fifty AM. Hi, it's Mark Levin. Join me this evening at 6. Now back to Harry Hurley on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. We're back. Chuck Malama continues all about your financial matters. Chuck, market update. All right, Harry. So we're running a little behind schedule here. So we're going to. But what we did was good, though. It was Because that was a great update that you gave. It was great. So, Harry, speaking of. Borderline great here. It's like, you know, uh, if, if you remember, June the 16th uh, was just that awful time where the market, at least looking backwards, seemed to put in, uh, you know, uh, basically it's, it, that 52-week low. So, again, strong gains last week. The S&P up 3.3%. Fourth, fourth straight week of gains. Uh, the, the peak inflation narrative was, you know, of, of number one concern. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Uh, and, you know, so, so it seems as if that, that, that peak inflation narrative was gaining a lot of steam as we got through the week because of the CPI that, that was reported. Quick, uh, fo- quick follow-up. For those who wonder, oh, God, look at what everything that's going on right now. There's high inflation and there's a lot of bad stuff going on, but the market seems to be like in its own crazy lane the financial markets are looking a year the from market now. is a leading indicator so yes. this actually bodes yes. well for where we're headed exactly so in flu- so the best performing sectors last week harry energy financials and materials uh any up anywhere from five to seven and a half percent the worst sectors consumer staples healthcare, and technology they were all up but but ever ever so slightly so when you kind of Take a look at what we've accomplished in the, in the last four weeks. We've cut these losses, Harry, pretty much in half. Uh, S&P uh, now down about 9% um, year-to-date. The Dow, the best performing of the group, down about 6 And uh, the NASDAQ, you know, uh, coming off the mat, so to speak. It was Remember, Harry, the NASDAQ was down about 30%. Yeah. And it's, it's cut that loss in half. is now down about 16%. Um, 
you know, a, a year to date. But, you know, what's troubling, uh, and, and we continue to get these cross-currents is with, with respect to fixed income and, and bonds in particular, and, and the 10-year, as we know, the 10-year Treasury year-to-date now, Harry, including the coupon, is still down about 13, mm-hmm. or down about 10%. So uh, got a lot of work to do there. Uh, but, but the good news is, is for those investors that, you know, stayed the course, even through these, those very, very difficult times that we, you know, that we were having in the first half of this year, it's things are now things are now working out um not that this was at all similar because it was not nearly as deep uh at all but do you think people learn from 2008 2009 uh that not to panic you know harry in the face of adversity it's it's um you look you know people react differently and I remember, you know, we were together. You you would always say, "Well, half of something is better than <laughs> than one hundred percent of nothing." Uh, but but you know, those were the days where the markets, you know, it was you know the it, it was a the depression. I mean, it wasn't the great re- you can call it the great recession. I think that's what it was termed, but it was really a depression. Well, for time. our area, it was because we had the highest uh, unemployment rate in the country. We had the highest home foreclosure rate in the entire country. We had four casinos closing. It was a depression for this area. But you know, if you look at now, Harry, what we what we have been through, um, you know, as we turn the page in two thousand and two, you know, from January to June, and and, <clears throat> we, and we put those lows in. It seemed like each and every month. The one thing I think that everyone loses sight of is the strength of the banks. You know, what, what came out of 08, uh, the the great uh, the great recession, is that the the banks uh, are required to have that much more capital on hand and available to lend against. Um, and, and, and the strength of those banks, they go through what they refer to, Harry, remember the, the stress tests. And they have the annual stress test each and every year. We just came through them. Uh, the majority of the banks did very, very well. And, and I think that's what people lose sight of when they start to do those comparisons. Um, and I think it's very important that they realize that the financial conditions today are totally different than they were just a decade ago. Did you address the CPI report? No, let, let's, let's talk about yeah. that. Because I, I, I don't know if you and Kirk got to that, that at all today. Not today, but we so, did talk about it last week. So again, you know, inflation, you know, relentless. Uh, although I will, I, I got a little confused in, in watching some news clips because I, I think our commander-in-chief... Hmm. Did what he said something that zero zero yeah zero inflation okay I, I want to make sure I got that right Harry which obviously was not true okay so so you know you know inflation obviously been on the rise the markets you know for all these months could barely breathe you know because it was coming at you you know front and center but if we finally were able to get a somewhat of relief as the inflation numbers for, for July came out they were softer softer than expected you know headline cpi unchanged month over month year over year actually went down from 9.18 and a half percent uh versus june but do you agree it went down because people aren't driving as much well that and the price of energy has come down pretty significantly yeah, okay and then it, but isn't it down because people aren't driving a, as i much? think it's a combination of, okay. of both but you know you still have you know higher food prices and i think one of the nagging 
issues that we're going to have to deal with with CPIs are the you know these sticking high rent prices, Ooh, very, uh, very much. high auto you know automobile prices now. Not only on either the the price of used vehicles is coming down, but they are still stubbornly high, and some of the new car prices that just knocks your socks off. So, so we had we had CPI follow the next day by PPI. Both numbers were lower, which is good. And ultimately, we might be able to see our way through this. And maybe the actions that the Fed is taking are starting to work. Uh, you know, you, you you can't drive looking through the rearview mirror all day long. We talk about this constantly. But so the next number that's going to come about three weeks from now, um, you know, hopefully we'll continue to get there. Harry, the, it's going to be easy or easier um, you, you know, to to get to four and a half, you know, to, to 5%. That's not going to be hard. The challenge uh, is getting back to two. Challenge, yeah, exactly. So getting back to from, say, four and a half to five to two is going to be a challenge. I mean, so, you know, look, we, we've had some improvement uh, with the supply chain. We kind of talked about that, I think, over the last couple of weeks probably get us down to that four to five percent range but by the end of the year but the the problem to get to that two percent it's going to take a lot more work and i hate to use this word but harry we're probably talking you know the the big r word is going to have to have to i think to happen to get us down to that two percent wow you know i know that we look yeah nobody out there is calling for well because well, they are. I mean, they are? there are some that are calling first, second quarter of 2023. And that would line up. Why doesn't the one we're in right now count? Because the definition has changed. Yeah, but come on. And I, I mean, think, serious markets are going to go with that bunk. You know, I, I think we have two. I would think that we've had our recession. It's a mini recession. And when they when they do what they do and then they come out and report after the fact they should say it started here it ended here why are we going to fake out like we didn't have one well i because <laughs> remember we always report you know looking backwards so we had two you know by the old definition we had two consecutive quarters mm-hmm. negative of negative GDP. growth now so what what is happening now the 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 um uh the Atlanta Fed they they have a tracking model that's called GDP Now. And you might want to check this out. It's, it's pretty interesting. Uh, they're modeling a 2.5% real GDP growth Q3. Good. Um, so there, there are also but, but they also said it was 2% in Q1, and they said one9 in Q2. Right, but what this Atlanta Fed re, you know tracking model is also stating that there could be some upward revisions to Q1 and Q2, uh, you know, very, oh, very, they but might, they might, but we, do you think they could actually take the second quarter from negative 0.9 into favorable? You know, Harry, be a look, big... I, I'm not sure. I mean, it's, it maybe this year gets defined as slowing growth and quote, not a recession. Um, well, I think it, it's, it's, it's a, it's a Biden protection program. I mean, <laughs> never in, in, in history has the English language been tortured like this. Chuck, we're at the halftime break. We're going to be right back. You're listening to Chuck Malamut of the Malamut Group talking all about your financial matters.
This is the Town Square, New Jersey Info and Weather Network. 31 minutes past the hour. Harry Hurley with three stories that you can follow on the WPG Talk Radio 95.5 app. I've written a very readable piece, uh, and I pair it with an earlier piece that we did about Atlantic County Executive Dennis Levinson. It's in there embedded within the new piece about Senator Palestina wanting increased school security and proposing legislation. When the Gormley family lived right next to the Atlanta County Jail, we have the story. It's a good one. It's been well read. And go back and photograph every house you've ever lived in. We t- From the Town Square, New Jersey Info and Weather Network, I'm Chief Meteorologist Dan Zarrow. Some more beautiful, comfortable weather ahead here, more reminiscent of early to mid-September than the middle of August. We'll call it partly sunny today. It will be breezy at times. That humidity is still nice and low. High temperature around 79. Skies will clear tonight, and it'll be comfortable, low 63. Sunny clouds tomorrow, high around 80. Mostly sunny on Thursday with a high of 84. Get weather 24-7 wherever you are. Download our free mobile app today. Do you have questions? Early in the morning, WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM. Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins this afternoon at 1. Now, Harry Hurley on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Thank you. Welcome back with Chuck Malamut of the Malamut Group, our official exclusive financial advisor for the Hurley in the Morning program. So, Chuck, Q3 GDP is looking right. good. So, we went, so, yeah, we, we, we finished the last segment on that. Yes. And the, I think the one thing that I want to sort of tag on to that, Harry, is is the fact that, again, you know, will Q1 and Q2 be revised up? Um, so, again, slow growth and, and maybe not a recession, which kind of leads into the, the next uh, talking point I wanted to chat about today, and that's the consumer you know, a couple of things with the consumer. So the savings rate has has declined uh, fairly significantly. And uh, household, are people digging into actual savings has, to yes, keep it yes. going? Households are now reaching into savings uh, to maintain their 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 consumption. Their and would you say? And would you say even worse? People are using credit cards too. They are using credit cards. But Harry, here, so this morning, this is the week of retail earnings. Mm-hmm. So you had uh, two beats today. You had Home Depot um, and um, you had Walmart. Tomorrow, I believe Target and Lowe's comes and then followed by Macy's. And so this is the week of the retailer. And you're gonna, I think you get a lot better indication of what the consumer is doing because even though they're into their pockets, so to speak, you know, um, you know, to be able to pay for for goods and services, U.S. consumer sentiment, which has been on the decline, Harry, for for several months now, actually reached a three month high just recently as these energy prices eased. Mm. Um, you know, the University of Michigan has a sentiment index that they come with every month, and it actually rose to fifty five point one. Um, the expectation was to about 51 and a half. And again, that exceeded pretty much all the forecasts that the economists had put out there. So, you know, and at the same time, consumer inflation expectations uh, also fell for the year and the overall outlook improved. So, again, what do we always talk about? You know, we remember we talked about that three-legged stool. Yep. 
So the consumer represents 70% of U.S. nominal GDP. Wow. So with the cons- if the consumer is all in, so to speak, Harry, then the, that does bode well for where we go, you know, the remaining, remaining part of this year and then uh, obviously into next year as well. Very interesting. Um, but the one, thing, yep. the one thing that did not hit the agenda that I know you and Kirk talked about is this, this upcoming election. Oh, yeah. Um, so so the, the prospects, I mean, you think about... But don't the mar- markets already have it figured out that we're going to have split government? Uh, yeah, but I... Th- I th- and they want that. Th- when, you, when you look at, at the midterms right now, um, you know, bec- because you had this... The, the, the peak inflation is, you know, is, is now working its way down. The declining gas prices... Uh, you know, um, Roe versus Wade, and to name a few, the inflation, the inflation reduction, the inflation reduction act, huh. which I mean, I just for the life of me, I don't know how you raise taxes and and get inflation down, but that's maybe we can because it's just called that, and it's not that. It's a it's a healthcare bill. And it's a climate bill, but you're, you know you're it's, right. It's with not res- an inflation. You're, you're right with 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 uh, with the expectation that it's going to be split government. And I, and, I mean, and, I th- and I've said from the like I said from the beginning, the House is gone. It will flip, and the Senate is could go either way. But either way you look at it, it will be split. Um, now, this one I think means a lot, and we'll cover it right after the break because the mood with consumers has been very very dour when we come back chuck will explain if that's changing at all with chuck malama talking all about your financial matters i am early in the morning wpg talk radio 95.5 fm and 1450 a.m Download every Hurley in the Morning program as a podcast on the WPG Talk Radio app. Harry Hurley on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Chuck, we're going to go to China, but I do want to, as a point of emphasis, come back to consumer confidence uh, for just a quick second. Because there was such a dour mood in America, but consumer sentiment is on the rise. Harry, uh, declining fuel prices, um, you know, rising wages... But is anybody really like it's it's eighty cents less? It was five dollars for regular. Now it's four twenty. I mean, that's making people happy. Well, I think it's. I don't know if it's making people happy. I think it's when it was two dollars. I, I, I think it, you're maybe breathing a sigh of relief here that while you're, you know, I saw actually this morning how I saw four oh three on the on the way in. Wow, mine's four twenty. Uh, so you're seeing, mine's four eighty. Well. You're, you're seeing, uh, sort of looking forward at you know the the price of crude continues to work its way back down, and as a result, that will end up at the 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 price of the pump. But I'll tell you what is as much as we think we have issues here, I mean you don't want you do not want to be a, a citizen of, of China right now. There's there's oh. no doubt about that. I mean. Their property market, Harry, continues uh, to move in the wrong direction. Construction has slowed not only in the residential side, but the commercial properties as well. Uh, Chinese builder stocks have come under a lot of pressure. They've they've lost about $55 billion, Harry. Is this part of why they're buying so much in America? I think that's part of it. But, you know, 
The other, I think we the, should put a the, 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 slow on the that. other thing that happened just yesterday. I don't know if you remember. We don't, you know, we don't talk about the market day to day. But yesterday, the market, you know, pre market and in the beginning of the day, the markets were all off. I mean, they did reverse themselves and they and they were all up for the day. But a lot of this, Harry, yesterday was tied to what was happening in China. I mean, the People's Bank of China re- ended up yesterday reducing its lending rate, Harry. Um, on a one-year loan, uh, 10 basis points from 2.85 to 2.75. After, again, retail uh, industrial output and, and retail sales data from July, you know, again, missed, missed the estimates from economists. Now, think about this. They've now had two rate cuts so far this year. They've had, they got the zero policy uh, with respect to COVID, it mm-hmm. shut down business. And again, I think Wuhan is it? Did I hear correct? I don't know what province uh, or city is shut down now. I heard that this morning. Um, you know, consu- well, you know, their vaccine doesn't work. Yeah. They they're in a world you know, of hurt. Con- consumers obviously have have stopped spending. The growth has slowed, uh, and and so what happened was that's why the market had a really tough go of it in the morning, but that pushed oil prices lower. With the the with the with the mindset that the the number two country, you know, in the world is slowing down hmm. pretty significantly, and they're cutting rates versus what we're doing here in our country and throughout the rest of the, the rest of the world. But I want to I want to ask you about that because where we turned down and our Fed rose the interest rate. Why is their plan lowering interest rates? I, I think it's all about inflation. Okay, you know you, you you know they look and the one thing, but they are doing the opposite. The one the one the one thing that that you, you can be assured of, you know, in the times that we've been doing this, um, and for the next you know several years thereafter, you're never ever going to get true indicative data coming from there. No, it's not going to happen. No, they're completely dishonest. Uh, more about the second quarter? So, Harry, about 90% of the earnings are now in for second quarter 2022, uh, up pretty significantly, up about earnings growth is up about 6.7% year over year. Obviously, energy, the number one sector, up significantly. And, um, you know, the expectation was that we weren't going to get these kind of growth rates. And so, the bears are out there to push down into the to Q3 saying, look out ahead. You know, these earnings are going to come down. They're not going to move up. So just something that I think your listeners need to be be made aware of here. Chuck, I want to skip to something we didn't get to last week, and it is these student loans. Because while we keep hearing that no decision has been reached yet and this and this and the other, I mean, we're basically two weeks away from it turning into a pumpkin But here's what I've been learning. Our government has already told all these lenders not to bill anyone. They already know this is being extended. Yeah. So, Harry, (laughs) you think about... Through the end of the year, at least. Well, let's let's talk about the timing. So, the... Remember what we said. Never (laughs) would they ever, a couple of months before this consequential election have people have to make these payments again so harry march march 2020 the 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 uh the cares act march 27th is when it came it came to fruition 
and at that point in time, both Presidents Trump and now Biden have extended this initial date, and it's you know it's six out, it's six months at a time. So they have they have pushed this six times. This, there's irony here because if you're a Trump supporter. Had Trump won the second term, I think he's going to win a second term, but it's going to be non-consecutive. But had he won the second term consecutive, I think school loan payments would have continued by so, now. So you had two. Do you agree? Yeah, I do, Harry. So you, yeah. had, you had two um, uh, extensions by Trump, and then you've had four by Biden. Here comes five. Uh, the most recent was done in the April, the beginning of April of this year. Uh, and, and, and by the way, I'm not making any promises to Chuck's listeners. All I can tell you is the United States government has already told the lenders not to bill any of the student loan uh, folks through the end of this year. So I, I think it's just a matter of they have to say it out loud uh, because they've already told the lenders not to bill. Yeah. So the extension, Harry, or the, or the next due date, uh, August 31st. Allegedly, and, and then and at that point in time, I'm guessing. But you, but you don't believe it's going to be August 31st, do you? Well, look, I'm not. This is this hour is not a political hour. Well, I'm not being political either. It's, it's, uh, this, yeah. is, this hour, I think we bring logic. Not that I'm not saying politics and logic don't do not go hand in hand, but oftentimes they do not. And I think that you know what's coming up in November is coming fast and furious around the corner. And I mean, if I was a betting man, Harry, I would you know. The, the likelihood of not having extension would be about one percent. You're never going to be. You're never a hundred percent in life. Agreed. So you have ninety nine percent certainty. That, yeah. That they're going to extend this for another. Yeah. Six this months. is basically ninety nine point nine infinity though because they can't do it. They won't do it because it would not make. It would not be in their best interests to start the payment. So at some point though, Chuck, they're going to have to start the payments, right? Someday, uh, you, you unless they forgive them all. You can't forgive them all, Harry. While they're talking about it. Well, why because, don't, I mean, how many years of student, but, but, how many student loans have you paid? A lot. And, and a lot of people paid them off completely. And then they're thinking, wait a minute, if other people get it for free, I'm paying twice. I'm paying mine and I'm paying theirs. And then going forward, though, then it's going to be the run up to the mid to the uh, the presidential election. So. So that, what are you saying that this is going to be? That this could this could continue uh, indefinitely. Indef- indefinitely, not to be canceled debt, but indefinitely suspension of. Kind of just let it keep just, and then you just keep on doing it, and whoever wants to be the first, because there are some people with twenty three hundred hour a month payments that haven't had to make that for a couple years, uh, they, they don't want to ever have to make it. So it's it's. It's a problem, I, Harry. I don't. I don't. I. I I'm. Sp- <laughs> I'm speechless. I don't. I don't. I don't have the. I don't. I'm thinking. I'm thinking out loud and saying, how, you know, how do you take people that made these payments years? I mean, where do you draw the line and say, oh, well, you know, Harry? Look, I'll tell you what. You know, you made these payments for for twelve years, and we're really happy you did it. But you know, you missed. You they, missed the mark. You they've know, already you, you, forgiven billions and billions and billions, and they're going to forgive billions more. And they have categories that if you're in not-for-profit work or in public safety and this, you can have your loans completely forgiven. Uh, when you die, they're all paid off. It's a high price to pay. But if you have a federal loan, not a private loan, they they go away with your expiration. 
uh, yeah, there's a lot here, and I don't know who's going to want to be the first to say the payments start up again, but it's not going to be now. It's not. <laughs> I know that. It's not that September, I know. Not September 1, right? Chuck Malamot, 609-383-2010. And Social Security benefits are increasing by 10%. That's correct. We'll cover that next yeah, week. Yeah, biggest in a long time. Thanks, right, Chuck. Thanks for having me. You got it. Dr. Newkirk making a house call next and our first time ever visit with Basil DeCerbo. So it is going to be all about your pets for the entire hour. WPGG Atlantic City, WENJHD3 Millville, a Town Square media station. Everything you need to know in six minutes starts now. From Harry Hurley Way in the world's playground to the broadcast pioneers of Philadelphia Hall of Fame. I want to congratulate my friend, Harry Hurley. You're about to find out why Harry Hurley has been named to the Talkers Magazine list of the 100 most important talk show hosts in the nation. Live from the studios of Town Square Media in Northfield, it's Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Thank you so much. Welcome back. It's six minutes past the hour. This is going to be such a fun hour. We have our good friend, Dr. Mark Newkirk, and it's important for me to remember to remember to tell you that within two weeks, I can't believe it, but within two weeks, basically, it's September. What do we have? 31 days. So it's 15 days from now is September, and September is one of the dental months at Newkirk Family Veterinarians. So you'll want to keep that in mind because that's the time. You should use that just on your calendar as the time that you remember to take care of these important issues with your pets. So Doc will talk about that in a moment. Then after Dr. Newkirk, Basil DeCerbo is going to join us and we'll be talking about the Raw Health Canine Food Dog Expo that's coming October 29th. I believe this was scheduled maybe during COVID-19 era and is happening on August, I'm sorry, on October 29th at the Atlantic City Convention Center. Not a moment too soon because I learned yesterday, and it's a question I'm going to be posing to Dr. Newkirk. I never knew this. You know, I, I really do a lot of reading because I want to be able to have, you know, uh, great conversations with Doc. I never knew this. I would have never believed it. If somebody told me true or false, I probably would lean towards false and I would be wrong. But there are dog foods out there that have sawdust in them. They call it like pulp or something, but it's it's literally wood. It's it's this sawdust. I can't believe how do we give that? Who does that? Who would do that? Who gives that to their pets that they love like a member of the family? Who would give them something that has sawdust, wood, pulp, whatever you want to call it? It's disgusting. But let's talk about dental issues first, Doc. Then I do want to talk to you about the, you probably you you definitely knew about this. But, you know, I didn't know about it, and I was just aghast when I learned yesterday that certain dog foods out there that are packaged under certain labels that we all know uh, have sawdust as an ingredient in the food. I don't know what they – if they bind the food with the wood or what they're doing, but it's terrible. Newkirk Family Veterinarians begins right now. Doc, welcome to your program. Uh, good morning. Good morning. Yeah, um, I, a great topic to discuss because of some of the things that pet food companies are allowed to get away with, let's say, um, by feeding uh, dogs and cats. 
You know, the interesting thing, Harry, is the FDA and all only cares about cows, pigs, uh, sheep, goats, um, chickens. Why? Because people eat them. Yeah. For dogs and cats, the FDA doesn't care because people don't eat them. The FDA is, of course, uh, about human health, not pet food health. USDA uh, is kind of where this falls, uh, but they really have very little enforcement power uh, as far as uh, you know, assigning fines and things like that. Doc, Doc, before we get to Dental Month at Newkirk, which is obviously going to be the point, point of emphasis of today's program because it's so important and your folks will be getting a discount by, by doing this during Dental Month in September. So I really want to make that the point of emphasis of your program. But how do they get away? I know what you just said, and, and but I mean, like how about the morals of this? How does anybody sleep at night I, I can't imagine that consuming sawdust, however they manufacture it, engineer it uh, into the pet food, that that can be good. That can't be good, can it? No, uh, of course not. And it's not that it's, you know, added on purpose. Well, let us hope that. Uh, but there's contaminants in uh, especially the grains and all that come to make the pet food. And, you know, understand some of these companies, they they make different kinds of food. So they're going to make food for cows or horses. Uh, you know, there is, you know, Purina goat chow and things like that. So um, you can run a, a batch for cows and turn around and run a batch for dogs. And there's certainly contaminants in there. Now, not to say we should be feeding sawdust to cows and all either, but there's so many labeling loopholes uh, that uh, it's unbelievable. I, I do an entire one-hour lecture on explaining labeling loopholes. And so the best way for the the um, consumer to take a look at this is turn the bag over. Forget what's on the front. Forget the smiling dog and the smiling child. Turn the bag over and look at the ingredients. And if there are ingredients that you can't read the name or you don't understand, then I would move on to the next pet food. And when there are things like byproducts, you might say chicken byproducts, well, what is that? Well, under the what's called the AFCO or American Association of Fee Control Officials, which sort of writes the handbook on the do's and don'ts, um, they, they define byproducts as anything that comes from the chicken, let's say, in this case. So that means beak, feet, feathers. Well, you can imagine there's no or very little usable protein in there. But under a chemical analysis, there is protein in there. And so you can say, well, I have a high-protein diet. And so the con- that's on the front of the bag. And the consumer says, oh, good, that's great for my dog. And you turn it over and it says byproducts, corn, soybean. Well, the protein is coming from non-meat sources. And even though dogs are omnivores by classification, they still are basically carnivores. They need meat in the diet. And especially cats. Cats are true carnivores. uh, And they need to make sure we have a high-protein meat-based diet. And you'd be surprised how much corn and soybeans and stuff is in the cat food. So you have to turn the bag over and you have to read that whole label. Wow. So important. That that did restore sort of my faith in humanity when you said that they're not putting the sawdust in there on purpose. I thought they were getting away with it like being some kind of 
weird binding additive or something. It just winds up getting in there as a matter of like where the 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 stuff is stored and they you know and then it gets mixed up into it. So the sawdust uh, becomes a part of it by by just extra whatever you want to call it contamination or whatever. Still not good. Makes it so important then, Doc, where people because look you know this. The pets, the dogs, the cats, they're a member of the family. So people want to spoil them. And I think sometimes people unwittingly, if there's a famous label that's been around for a really long time, there could be the false premise or the false you know, sense that, oh, this is so longstanding. It's just been around forever. Market saturation level advertising. It must be fantastic. And that's when I go to the Dr. Newkirk doctrine where you say you want to see something akin to the word meat or something like that very early in the ingredients, right, Doc? Yeah, really number one or number two. The the way that pet food has to be labeled, the one law is basically to say the most um, prominent uh, ingredient by weight or by volume has to be the first ingredient and the second the second ingredient. Now there are loopholes and ways to get around that, but uh, so suffice to say the meat, let's say it's chicken or whatever, should be listed first. Another thing to do is that they can put meat on that label. So question is, what meat is it? Is it horse? Is it beaver? Is it kangaroo? Nobody knows. You can say meat. And the consumer's eye says, oh, meat, good. Let's feed this food. So make sure it says exactly what it is that you want. So important. We're going to come right back. And when we come back, it's the only break that we'll take during the Doc's program. When we come back, Dr. Newkirk will outline what's happening during the month of September with it being Dental Health Month. So important for your dogs and your cats in particular at Newkirk Family Veterinarians, a trusted name in pet care, serving the pets and their owners for more than 40 years. 609-645-2120 to make an appointment. 609-645-2120 on the web at Newkirk, N-E-W-K-I-R-K, just as it sounds, NewkirkFamilyVeterinarians.com. I am Hurley in the Morning with the Doc, and we'll be right back. Stay with us. Life is hectic here in South Jersey, but one thing you don't have to worry about is missing the information you need while you're running around doing a zillion things. That's why WPG Talk Radio 95.5 brings you everything you need to know in six minutes at the top of every hour. National headlines from Fox News Radio, South Jersey News, and your local AccuWeather forecast all in six minutes. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Brian Kilmeade is next at 10. Now, back to Harry Hurley on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Thank you. Welcome back. It's 21 minutes past the hour with Dr. Mark Newkirk. It's Newkirk Family Veterinarians, a trusted name in pet care for more than four decades. Joining us after Dr. Newkirk today, Basil DeCerbo, who I know, I should say I'm about 99.9% infinity sure that I worked with Basil's brother, seemingly a lifetime ago, more than 40 years ago at the Golden Nugget Hotel and Casino. We worked together for about a decade. Uh, I I just have to believe this is the same basil. I will find out right after we um, finish up with Dr. Newkirk. 
and uh, he is heading up this Raw Health Canine Food Dog Expo that's happening. Hey, before we get to Dental Health Month, you're a big fan of the Raw Health Diet, right, Doc? Oh, boy, it's worked so many wonders for my patients, and I, I urge anybody listening to at least go on the this uh, convention website and get some uh, background on this. This is going to be a great show, and there's lots of other things. The canine unit will be there, and there will be dog trainers there. You know, it's a whole thing about pets, but uh, just look up the uh, raw health uh, pet food expo in Atlantic City, and it'll pop up. There's videos there. You know, if you really want an education about dog food, and you really want an education about, hey, uh, is is what I'm feeding right now good for my dog, or is not good for my dog, and cats as well. Um, let's not forget our cats being true carnivores. So uh, you're going to learn some things there that are going to shock you. And you're going to say, my God, I've been feeding this food to my animal thinking it was good. And now I know better. Uh, and particularly any of those listening out there, the animals with food allergies, which is just rampant. And a lot of that, I think, is due to the byproducts and contaminants and preservatives and things that are in the food. So, you know, I urge you just if you don't go to the show, at least look up the website uh, and and uh, you'll find some amazing, amazing uh, information there. So check that out. Appreciate that very, very much. So we'll be covering that uh, with Basil coming up after Doc. Doc, it's one of the most important times of the year at Newkirk Family Veterinarians because the dental work is so very important, isn't it, Doc? Yeah, it's extremely important. Dental disease is just rampant uh, in our pet population. Uh, interestingly, though, as a good segue, uh, our pets that are on raw food diets rarely have dental disease rarely so you know you, you, there, nobody's done a scientific study on this but uh, any holistic veterinarian will tell you that um, so at any rate um, yeah uh, dental disease is very very rampant and it's important to note that this is a disease it's severe periodontal disease this is not about having you know, nice bright white teeth this is about preventing mouth disease and of course, as in humans, the bacteria from the mouth can spread around the body to other organs, the kidney, the heart valves, um, the liver, and cause problems there as well. And bottom line, as I try to explain to people, look, this is an infection in your dog's mouth. And you wouldn't tolerate, let's say you had an infection on your arm. Are you just going to sit there and, and do nothing because, let's say, it doesn't interfere with your computer typing or your tennis play? No. And I say that because people come in and say, well, you're still eating. Yes, but remember, dogs don't chew their food and cats don't chew their food. So they don't have pressure pain like we do. The It's, it's this periodontal disease, and some of these mouths... You know, I can smell them from across the room, and I wonder how the owner lives with this. Mm. So, but there's just giant reluctance for people to do dentistry, and this is true dental surgery because by that point, many of these dogs were pulling teeth and even several teeth uh, in in the in the really infected mouths, and especially these little dogs, you know, these Chihuahuas and Yorkies, the little ones. Um, 
it seems that the smaller the dog, the more dental disease. And so, Doc, of course, for those who aren't thinking this way, you, of course, know it the best. This is full-blown anesthesia, and this is major stuff, which, if you're proactive, you can many times prevent this from happening at all, right? Yeah, absolutely. And this is what we're going to call true dental surgery. You know, people think when we say the dog needs a dentistry, they think, uh, oh, well, you know, I go in and have my teeth cleaned and, you know, I sit there with headphones. Well, um, no, it's much, much more than that. This is dental surgery. And, of course, the animal's not going to sit there with some headphones and lay still for us doing this, especially if we're pulling so this is a big procedure, of course, anesthesia, uh, many people are afraid of. And what I try to teach them is we need to respect anesthesia, and we don't just do it for the heck of it. But we don't need to be afraid of it either. And the next excuse I'll get is he's too old. When I say to them, well, I'm seven years old, should I not have a surgical procedure because I'm old? Or should I have it because it's going to make me healthier and live longer? You know, people just have this hard time getting their heads wrapped around this anesthesia, old, etc. And also, almost all of these dogs that we do with anesthesia are old because the dental disease comes when they're getting older. So... We, ahead of time, we do blood work to make sure livers and kidneys and the things that get rid of the drugs are uh, working okay. We do a cardiogram, make sure the heart is working okay. And when they're under anesthesia, they're on a cardiac monitor, an oxygen monitor, um, you know, no different from if you and I go in the hospital. So, yeah, is there a risk? Of course. There's a risk to going under human anesthesia anytime we're knocked out. But it's risk versus benefit, and this is what I try to explain to people. So important. Uh, so now is the time to do that. Uh, tell folks, what is the discount, Dr. Newkirk, for September? Right, well, um, yes, and every February is national, the American Veterinary Medical Association, is a national pet dental health. Month. Now, it's, it's totally volunteer if the local hospital wants to participate. We always do. Well, we found it was so successful, I decided, well, let's run Newkirk Pet Dental Month every year, and we do that in September. And the discount is 20%, which is quite significant, uh, considering the anesthesia and pulling teeth and things like that. Um, this is an effort to get our, our people who are sitting on the fence, and certainly there is a financial cost of this, uh, so this is an effort by us to get these animals in. So we we sponsor this month. We do lots and lots of dentistries. The animals are just here for the day. They don't stay overnight. Uh, and we, we are trying to induce people, hey, take advantage of this discount. And you've been postponing this. Get them in. The other thing I tell people, Harry, is look, you know, Mrs. Jones, I'm going to do this now while the dog is healthier and happier and still eating, or I might have to do this when the dog has a big dental abscess, it's sick, it's not eating. Now, which way is more risky? So this is a preventative thing as well as a treatment thing. And so often when we recheck these animals two weeks later, the people come in and say, you know, I didn't realize he was so bothered by this he's playing now he's chewing his toy he's 
He's, you know, fetching his ball. He wasn't doing any of that. Said, sure, that, you know, the mouth hurts, so he's not going to be chewing on a toy or chewing on a bone. Um, and, you know, they just feel better. Many times we'll find in the blood work that the liver and kidney are being affected by the infection from the mouth. And so when we repeat that blood work after antibiotics and cleaning up the teeth, uh, those organs return to normal. So here we are showing, hey, this mouth is affecting other things. And consequently, most of these uh, kidneys and livers go back to normal. So if you want your pet to live longer, then let's get rid of disease. So important. Uh, You're talking about a quality of life issue at that present time, you're also talking about, I, I don't think it's an exaggeration, you, you correct me if I'm wrong, but that can actually shorten the life of your dog or your cat because that type of infection, if it goes into the blood or causes all kinds of other problems, uh, could actually bring about the demise of a family pet. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Totally true. Uh, We will also see bacteria get on the valves of the heart. So then they're causing murmurs, which causes heart disease. So it's really, really important. This is a disease. Just like if your animal came in with kidney disease, we'd have to treat it. You would never say, oh, no, don't treat it. He's old. No, we would treat it. So you have to look at dental disease the same way. So important. So very important. Now, if you do this, um, how many times a year should your your families bring their pets to Newkirk regarding teeth issues? Not just um, when you know there's something going on, but to be proactive as well, correct? Yeah, and, and every veterinarian will look at the mouth on every single visit that the animal comes in. You know, every animal should have a full exam, tip to toe, and nose to toe, as we say, uh, and that's what we do here because we are going to find things on our examination that the owner is completely unaware of. Um, so, you know, we might find an ear infection just getting started. We might find a heart murmur. So it's important to bring your animals in, not only for their annual vaccines and blood testing, but to make sure that hope or hopefully make sure things are not going wrong. So, you know, we typically we like to see our animals twice a year. Uh, any animal that's particularly sick, let's say it has diabetes, for example, we're going to see those guys four or five times a year to check blood sugars, uh, liver disease, you know, same thing. So there's some animals we check a lot. Uh, and then we have our routine maintenance animals, for example, our chiropractic animals. Uh, this just works fabulous in, in older dogs and cats who are having spinal arthritis and hip problems. Uh, cats have this too. They just don't show it as much because we see them sleeping and they say, we say, well, he's old and he's a cat. He sleeps 22 hours a day. Um, but we'll notice that they can't jump up on things anymore, or you try to pet them or brush them over the over the low back, and they growl or they won't let you do it. Uh, this can be a sign of pain. So, uh, you know, it, our cats get arthritis as they get old, just like dogs, just like humans, uh, and it really goes undiscovered in cats for many, many, uh, for many, many patients because either we don't see cats as often. Uh, that's a national t- statistic. Cats don't come to the vet as often, um, which is wrong. They should as well. Uh, kidney disease, hyperthyroidism, these are two 
big ones that happen in older cats uh, and can be undetected for, for many, many months. And by the time the animal's showing signs of diabetes, hyperthyroidism, kidney, etc., uh, often they're really sick. Cats love to hide their symptoms. So uh, it's something that you really, really need to be taking care of and watching. So, so bring them in typically twice a year. Uh, it's just so important. Uh, remember, they age much faster than we do. And animals, you know, they don't usually complain. You know, uh, that's another thing I'll, say, I'll hear the people say, well, the dog doesn't cry, he doesn't whine. Uh, and I said, well, yeah, because, you know, he's, he's just living with what's happening. And it's, it's not like arthritis started yesterday and today he's in pain. That he's going to react to and you're going to see. But this has been coming along just like us. And then finally, at some point, that arthritis starts to bother you. Uh, and then it's bothering the animals. And many times I really have to, <clears throat> like, almost uh, let's make a deal. And just hmm. just do me a favor, try this, try this pain medicine for a week. If you don't see anything, first of all, you should see improvement. If you don't see anything, stop it and see what happens then. And many times the, the, when you stop it and take it away, then the animal gets visibly worse. So um, it, it's, you know, give me the seven-day challenge and let's see what happens. And, and most of the time the people come in and say, yeah, you were right, Doc. So you know, let's let's investigate this. So um, trust your doctor. You know, he's he's seen a lot more animals than you have, obviously. And um, you know, I can see it. Watch a dog walk across the reception area and into my exam room and walk and see if the dog isn't walking normal. And I'll say, is the dog walking okay? Oh, yeah, he's fine. You know, we go on a mile walk. Yeah. Okay, well, what happens after he comes home? Well, he's kind of stiff when he gets up. Well, yeah, he's got arthritis in those joints. So, you know, bring him in, and, and, and especially if the larger dogs, you know, check them out and make sure they're okay. Doc, if you can stay for a, a minute or two follow-up, what are things that people can also introduce at home that can help with dental issues? You've talked about, for example, bones and things like that. Uh, I teed that up for you. Take it away. Yeah, the the big thing and the number one thing is getting these dogs to chew on bones. And, you know, they can be rawhide or they can be nyla bones, but what we really like is real raw bones. So when you're in ShopRite or Acme, just knock on the window and tell the butcher you want a, dog, a bone for your dog. Now, the key here is to get a bone that's bigger than the dog's mouth because all of this dental disease is on the sides of the teeth. So you want this dog gnawing on this bone versus chewing on the bone. Because when they're gnawing on the bone, two things happen. Number one, they're sort of scraping the sides of the teeth. And number two, there are enzymes in the raw bone uh, that combine with the saliva enzymes and actually breaks down all this tartar and all. You never see dental disease in the wild because this is what they're doing. Um, the other thing you can use is chicken necks or turkey necks. This is cartilage in there. It's, it's a soft, let's call it a soft bone. But as they crunch their teeth through that, that cartilage and through that, uh, you know, everybody's seen a chicken neck through that kind of rough, tough meat, that's cleaning the teeth as well. But the key is that it needs to be raw. Don't cook it. Don't boil it. Give it to them raw, even if it's got uh, 
you know, gristle hanging from it or whatever, that acts like dental floss, and dogs will pull that right through their teeth. Hey, uh, Doc, final minute, final follow-up. Brushing. I mean, we we think about, like, brushing our teeth, and we do it, hopefully we do it at least two or three times a day. Humans, some some do, as you know, and some don't. But with pets and stuff, some will let you brush their teeth. Some want nothing to do with that, correct? Yeah, we we try to get people to start brushing their teeth when the dog is young, and then the, the, it's just part of the training, no different from sit or stay or whatever. You know, we're going to brush your teeth. But once a dog has dental disease, you start brushing those teeth, it's painful in those gums, and they won't let you do it. So usually then we clean the teeth, and then when it's all healed up, we teach them to brush again. The The trick really is keeping the mouth closed. You don't open the mouth. The, the disease is on the side of the tooth between the tooth and the cheek. So if you keep the mouth closed with one hand, and there's a little brushes that fit on your finger, um, you slide that finger between the tooth and the cheek, and you'll be brushing those teeth. Uh, and, it, of course, the dog can't try to chew on your finger then. Without a doubt. Doc, great to visit with you. Uh, before we go, and I do have a hard break in like about 30 seconds, we um, are encouraging people to step up and help out. There's an uh, anniversary, fast approaching, hard to believe, for the Egg Harbor Township. Some call it the EHT Dog Park. The Hurley in the Morning Charity has already sent to Dr. Newkirk. It will arrive, I'm very confident, today to your office, a $500 contribution. This is a big milestone. It's five years, isn't it? Yeah, it took us almost seven to get permission to even have it and yeah. find a place to you know, have it, et cetera, et cetera. So it's kind of hard to believe we're now at five years, so totally 12 years uh, working on this. And, you know, heads up to the committee, um, and, you know, we have monthly meetings. So what's happening now is, you know, we still need to raise money because it's is a non-taxpayer-funded thing. We need to keep the place clean. We need to replace sand. We need to do repairs. So our fifth anniversary is coming up October 8th from 11 to 2 at the dog park. Uh, we're, we're going to have some vendors there. We're going to have some demonstrations. We're going to have uh, food there, um, 11 to 2. So uh, come on out if you haven't seen the dog park or been there on August the 8th, or I'm sorry, October the 8th is is a, a good way for you to come and, and see what's going on. And, uh, geez, we have over 400 members now. And Oh, and you don't have to be a resident of Egg Harbor Township. That's so big. that's very important. Anywhere you are, you don't have to be a resident. And it is a fully registered not-for-profit. So folks that make contributions to different not-for-profits, uh, you're fully covered there. If anybody wants to either help out with an item for anything that you're doing with the event or to make a contribution directly uh, to you in honor of the fifth anniversary, how would they do that, Doc? Um, yeah, any kind of uh, donation is wonderful. We do have raffles. We do have door prizes. Um, and anybody can just stop at my office uh, here at 3085 English Creek Avenue, uh, drop it off. Or if you I want to write a check, that would be wonderful. Just make it out to EHT Dog Park. Yeah, we are a, a legitimate 501c3. So uh, we also offer a scholarship, uh, a small scholarship for uh, students uh, of Egg Harbor Township going to college. So you can check that out on the website as well. 
but yeah, just bring anything to my office here, and uh, we'll we'll love to have any kind of donations, uh, raffle prizes, money, whatever, uh, and we'll keep this thing going because it's really been a great thing. There's no doubt. Dr. Mark Newkirk is the official, the exclusive veterinarian for the Hurley in the Morning program to make an appointment at Newkirk. Family Veterinarian, 609-645-2120, 609-645-2120 on the web at NewkirkFamilyVeterinarians.com. Doc, great to visit with you, my friend. All right, sir. We'll talk to you in a couple of weeks. You know it. Can't wait. And now we're going to continue with this theme with Basil DeCerbo. We're going to be talking about the Raw Health Canine Food Dog Expo. That's right around the corner coming uh, in October as well. We're talking about dental month in August, the great event at the EHT Dog Park in October. This is a very important event. Uh, Basil doesn't know this, but I just found out yesterday about this content of of sawdust. They, they call it like wood pulp or something in with dog food. How incredibly horrific is that? Uh, this ain't that. This is raw health canine food that Dr. Newkirk was talking about this half hour, how good this is for your dogs. We'll introduce Basil DeCerbo in just a few minutes. Respectfully yours, I am. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. When you need to know, it's WPG Talk Radio 95.5 and the WPG Talk Radio app. Thank you. 47 minutes past the hour. It's my pleasure. Now, I've known the name since I was about 20 years old. So this goes back quite a while. I met Basil's uncle, the legendary, the late, great Frank DeCerbo. I met Basil's uncle more than 40 years ago at the Golden Nugget Hotel and Casino in Atlantic City, where we opened the property uh, and Basil, you already know this because you know it. You you have you share DNA. Uh, one of the kindest, most generous, genuine, honest, decent, good people that you will ever meet in any industry. And I was talking to Basil for a few minutes before airtime. Uh, how much hang time I had with his uncle Frank, who was very very special. And left us way too soon. Basil, welcome to Hurley in the Morning. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And thank you for your uh, very kind words about my uncle. Uh, it's, well, you know it. It's so so true. Basil DeCerbo De is heading up the Raw Health Canine Food Dog Expo that's coming to the World's Playground to the Atlantic City Convention Center on October 29th. Uh, we were just talking in case, you know, you have a busy life and you don't have an opportunity to ever listen to this program. We visit twice a month with a great veterinarian. We talk all the time about proper food and some of this stuff that's in these bags that you don't you go 10 ingredients down before you see the word meat or anything that resembles uh, meat. And, and of course, when we're talking about the dogs, they're carnivores. They want meat. They don't want all this stuff, including sawdust, that I found out yesterday is in some of the um, the processed dog foods that are out there. Just awful stuff. And Dr. Newkirk totally agrees. This raw health canine food that uh, is available is just outstanding for the dogs, isn't it? Thank you. Yes. Uh, 
it's it's really a shame um, with the pest food industry, what's going on, um, all the chemicals and preservatives that are in in you know commercial dry food. I refer to as kibble. Um, if you know, I tell a lot of our clients that you know we're able to help out with a lot of different um, issues like skin allergies um, and things of that sort. Um, we also have a lot of police canine units as well on our food, like Atlantic City Police Canine Unit. Um, but these, a lot of the clients, I, I tell them to go to the store and just try to read the back of the bag, that whole two paragraphs of ingredients. Um, it should be real simple. You know, your, your, your dog should be eating a high-quality raw diet. Um, you know, I, I believe a high-quality raw diet is what the dogs are biologically designed to eat, and that's what we formulate our food for. When people come to the Raw Health Canine Food Dog Expo in October to the Atlantic City Convention Center, tell us about it. What, what's going to be happening? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm actually an Atlantic City High School uh, graduate. I've, I've grown up in the area um, ever since I was a, a child. I wanted to bring something back to Atlantic City, um, specifically for the community. I wanted to have it almost uh, as just a, a fun community event. Um, we're going to have a live DJ from uh, JSV Entertainment. We're going to have uh, police canine demonstrations throughout the day, um, some special guests. Uh, we're, we're actually working on something that's top secret, but uh, we're going to probably broadcast it today. Um, it, we're, we're working on trying to do a doggy Halloween costume contest. Um, so we're working on that. You're the first to hear it. <laughs> I love it. Incidentally, um, I'm not asking for another job because I have too many as it is, but with Dr. Newkirk, he did a Halloween costume competition every year for many many years and for about five or six years i was privileged to be a judge for anybody out there that's listening the only reason i'm bringing up this um story is because it is so much fun it's so much fun for the families that are entering the pets in the costumes and it's so much fun for anybody that goes to watch it i mean it's 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 as you know basil they get very creative. It's a lot of fun. Oh, oh yes. Uh, we, we, we have seen, you know, because we, we're big um, on community events. We love doing community events, no matter how big or how small. Um, and, you know, a couple of them had uh, doggy costume contests. And it is, it's something to see because you, you see all these cute pups in uh, different types of outfits, whether they're scary, funny. Um, it, it's, it's awesome for the community, especially young kids. You know, they love that. So. That's pretty cool. I, I pre- hey, listen, I love breaking news, so I'm thrilled that you broke that news here on the program. And when you get more on it, specifically exactly what time and any of the other details, how people can register, unless you already know, uh, we'll update this as well as things get closer because we have time. Today, I'm training this like we're introducing this great event that's coming to Atlantic City, and we'll, uh, we'll continue to provide the public with updates uh, in the run-up to it. Uh, but I, I, I saw everything in my time as Dr. New, one of Dr. Newkirk's judges. I, I saw everything from three um, greyhound dogs that were dressed with hats. I mean, like Uncle Sam. It was so American. It was like, a, like it should have been like a Norman Rockwell painting in real life. Incidentally, let me slip that in. I am. I have such a soft spot, Basil. I am such a fan of these greyhound dogs that, you know, it's rough stuff when they're racing and, and that kind of stuff. The ones that get to retire and, and become, you know, part of folks' families, they're beautiful dogs. 
Oh, absolutely. Oh, I love these three. Every year, I look forward to seeing the three Greyhounds. And they, for people that don't think, they think, oh, my God, they, all they did is run and, and, you know, chasing the mechanical rabbit. And that they'll just be like, like the roadrunner in your living room. They become very, very wonderful pets uh, in the home. Uh, they're, they're, not, they're not like all crazy running all over the place. That's just something that they were capable of doing and they were trained to do. Uh, but um, I'm really happy, Basil, that you brought that up. I think that's going to bring texture and a whole nother element to your event. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, everything basically equipped with a, uh, you know, a community event with a, fa- it's like a family fun day, um, you know, with dogs. I mean, what's not to love? Um, we're going to have tons of different vendors. We're going to have uh, raffles from BarkBox um, for a lot of the, you know, um, the e-collar technology they donated to, to it as well. We have tons of different raffles. Think everybody can check on our Instagram at Raw Health Canine. Um, we actually have some posts about our raffles. Uh, there's there's a bunch of them. Um, you know, we're gonna have local veterinarians on scene as well, like Epsicon Vet. Um, I actually reached out to Dr. Newkirk. I believe that they're coming as well. Um, we'd love to have him. He's a great local vet. Oh, he um, was Basil. He was encouraging his listeners uh, to be a part of this. How much in favor he is. I would say we probably talk. Well, we talk at least twenty four times a year for. Um, no, more than that, actually. Uh, probably, yeah, about that. About 24 to 30 times a year. And I would say half the time at least at some point during the time that we spend together, pet food comes up. And he's always talking about the raw health food diet for the pets. It, do you agree it actually it, it it I'll say it in 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 a ambiguous sense for you to speak about it further it can add years actually to your dog's life can it proper proper diet so, yes and so just to t- that definitely touch on that um you know the the major diseases like cancer for instance everything all starts with proper nutrition um and that's that's the foundation for anything um you know obviously there's you know, environmental factors and other things of that sort, but everything starts with proper nutrition. There was actually a study um, years ago by, uh, I believe it was Bruno or Gerard Lippert and Bruno Sappi. Um, it was a domestic uh, dog's life expectancy. And I just want to tell you about that real quick. It's, a, it's, it's an awesome uh, study that was done. Basically, what happened was there was over 500 dogs. Um, out, of the, out of the 500 dogs, half were fed. Like I said, I referred to dry food as kibble. So yeah. um, half were fed uh, that, that dry food. Um, the other half were fed a homemade diet. Now, it doesn't specify whether it was raw or cooked. It just says a homemade diet. Um, it was on average, and I'm going to give you the exact, uh, the exact months. On average, dogs, live, dogs on a homemade diet lived an average of 32 months longer than adults on the, the dry food. The wow. Kibble. I mean, you um, push in three years there. Yes. Yeah, and it, it's like I said, it just comes all down to um, the chemicals and preservatives. You know, dry food was made for convenience, um, and our food is is very convenient too. Um, it's just you know you have to weigh it out to your dog's body weight, and you're good to go. Um, and obviously, activity level, like I said, our police canine units they'll have a little bit more food than the regular house dog. You know, anything from Yorkies to Great Danes. You know, we feed and 
um, all these dogs, you know, require benefits from the food. Not not to trash anybody or anything like that, but it, it is pretty shocking, isn't it, Basil? Some of the ingredients that that I don't know, I don't know how they get away with it. Doctor Newkirk explained a little bit of how the FDA and stuff they they care more about the animals that humans consume than they do about the animals like dogs and cats. So then then these these ingredients in this packaged stuff is is just terrible and. The thing that tricks people, I think, Basil, is the fact that you have a situation where uh, they have famous names that have gone on, you know, for so many years that you don't realize that it's not necessarily good just because something has market saturation level uh, name recognition doesn't mean it's healthy at all. In fact, it can be it can be terribly unhealthy. We could think about in the human space, if you will, some of the things that have tremendous name recognition that are just awful and people eat the stuff. But uh, I think a lot of people would be shocked to realize that that famous thing, a famous brand that you're putting uh, into your pets uh, is really bad for them, isn't it? Yeah, um, you know, like I said, it, everything starts with proper nutrition, um, and and, and uh, there's a lot of good local vets um, around here, like Dr. Newkirk, um, like Dr. Cat from Franklinville Animal Hospital, um, and you know that you know su- fully support us. Um, and like I said, it it, it it all starts with proper nutrition, and we we're very transparent. We're very sanitary at our facility. We're, um, we actually post videos of us making our food. We use high-quality meats like Purdue chicken, Mountaineer chicken. There's nothing that's, you know, scraps or byproducts. Um, in the pet feed industry, it's, it's a shame, but, you know, and I'm not speaking negatively about anybody, but you know, places won't use high-quality meats. You know, we're, we're very transparent with our food. And, you know, we, it all started with my black German Shepherd, Duke. Um, years ago, years ago, he, he was sick on, uh, on kibble. And uh, this is before I, I even knew about we're all feeding years ago and everything like that. Um, took him to the vet. Um, and he, it was tons of different issues going on with him. One of my buddies, he's actually uh, a police a police canine officer in, in Evesham. He was telling me, you know, our dogs are on raw. I said, oh, that's, that's, that's awesome. You know, let, let me look into it. Like any responsible pet owner, I looked into it. It made sense at first. And then obviously I went to get my public canine nutrition certification. Um you know, and it made sense, and I switched my dog over, and I've never had an issue. My my dog's been thriving ever since, and I, I saw the benefits of it, and I wanted to, you know, give it to every dog. I wanted every dog to have the ability to have a high-quality diet at an affordable price. And, you know, that's how we started the company, me and my wife. We uh, are visiting with Basil DeCerbo. We're promoting the upcoming October 29th Health Canine Food Dog Expo at the Atlantic City Convention Center. There'll be all kinds of things. There'll be dog toy exhibitors, games for children and adults, raffles and giveaways, Basil mentioned, of course, food and beverage and things like that. Local veterinarians will be on site. And I do recall Dr. Newkirk saying that he's going to be attending. Uh, I know that the police canine demonstrations and competitions, that's something very visual. People really love that, don't they, Basil? Oh, absolutely. Um, You know, Police canines are, are, are a great tool in law enforcement, um, you know, and, and they're so smart, just like how you were talking about 
um, you know, basically when a dog comes home and it's able to just shut off and, and be a family dog. It's the same thing with the police canine units. They're, they're truly remarkable uh, to, to watch. And, um, you know, they're, they're, they're very trained and everybody loves, loves police canine units. How can you not? <laughs> uh, it's just incredible. I mean, they're just incredible dogs, as you, as you say, Basil. Very, very well trained. Uh, I, I love this whole idea and I love programs like this that you're doing that are very educational. And I, I do know there are a lot of people, they just believe that what they're doing is fine because they don't know any better. They, they just, they, they're trusting something that's famous versus something that's potentially healthier uh, for your dogs. Yeah. So that, it's really just education, isn't it? Absolutely. Um, and that, that's what it boils down to because, you know, in my whole life, um, before, obviously, I, I jumped into raw feeding, everything like that years ago. Um, I thought that, you know, dogs would walk around the earth and, you know, pick dry food off of trees. I mean, that's how everybody made it sound that, you know, basically before kibble was made, it was just, it existed. And that's not, that's not true at all. Um, and that's, like I said, why so many health issues are arising. Um, there's actually a great documentary. It's called Pet Fooled. It's on Amazon Prime. I mean, it tells you a little bit about it. Um, everything that goes on and, you know, ki- Dry food kibble. Um, it's only been around for seventy years, um, approximately. But uh, you know, it just shows you what, what a high quality food will do for you. No, no question about it, Basil. Is there a uh, a website that you could refer people to if they want to learn more about it? Yeah. So we actually at our, on our website we have a uh, you know facts and more. We have research um, and, and and everything like that on our website. If people want to learn more. We we. we answer almost every single question that anybody has and if there's a question that somebody couldn't find on our website you know they can always feel free to call me um but you could, they can everybody can look at raw health canine spelled out food.com raw health canine food.com which is the name of the expo raw health canine food dog expo i know the tickets are 25 dollars the event is located at the Atlantic City Convention Center, so you have beautiful space. It's just fan, world-class yeah. space. You're going to be in, yeah. in great and hands with wonderful people there. The, con- the Convention Center, I couldn't say enough good things to say about them. They are, every one of their staff uh, is phenomenal. Um, you know, and I'm blessed to be able to work with them. Um, <laughs> they're great. And, you know, also, too, tickets are $25, and kids 12 years old and under are free. Okay. So. Well, Basil, let's keep in touch. I'll be keeping keeping in touch Absolutely. with both Meet AC uh, on this, who who are fantastic, and the uh, Atlantic City Convention Center folks, uh, and we'll continue to update the public. I, th- I think this is going to be a very rewarding event for a whole lot of people, and and it'll be the the site of great entertainment, but also great education. And Basil, it was nice to meet you today over the phone. Yes, you as well, and. Thank you for having me on. Uh, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, I feel blessed to be on your, on your show. Well, you're welcome. Uh, it's my, my privilege. Thank you, Basil. Have a great day. Thank you. Take care. You, you know too. it. We're going to go in just a moment. Uh, let me uh, update you on a few things. We already have a couple of new pieces of digital content up, and we're embarking on this fun exercise only made possible with your participation. And I can tell... It's been really busy since halftime. I haven't had a chance to look, but there's dozens of submissions on my Facebook post. So we're going to put together such a fun piece all about your favorite 
childhood memories. I, I think it's something that people are going to really enjoy reading. I hope that you will. And my goal, I have something I have to take care of right now, but my goal is in the, over the next several hours uh, to have that completed and published. You can read it on the app. And uh, if you navigate through the website, WPGTalkRadio.com. Brian Kilmeade is up. Uh, how about this weather, huh? Not, not, uh, not bad. Beautiful, warm during the day, nice and cool at night. 